0: Online and on DAB Talk Radio, we have ways of making you talk.
1: Talk Radio.
2: I cried bullshine. Oh yes, I cried bullshine every Sunday night at ten o'clock. Pourquoi? Well, because Howard Hughes is on with um, all kinds of fruitcakes and fruit loops. Now, Howard's coming on the show tonight in about five minutes' time, and we'll be calling bullshine. This is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. and lee talk radio i've left i've left my nice headphones at home i say nice i mean my lucky ones i say my lucky ones the ones that mean i can hear the phone calls because these ones have got limiters on or something i don't know so i may struggle to hear the phone calls um uh, let's hope not uh because we've got guests on the show tonight uh, now sunday nights sunday nights on British radio, are moribund. They are deathly, deathly dull. They are full of your usual, um, immigrants, Brexit, migrants, Brexit, uh, full of your usual hatred and bile. They were until about two months ago when Talk Radio launched, and, uh, th- there was a, a genuine stroke of, um, scheduling genius... Right, and I'm not just talking about myself, because uh, on Sunday nights, they knew it was was a dead slot, right? There was no competition. So the the bosses here put in what can only be described as the saviour of uh, uh, Sunday night radio. It's the perfect listen. When I go to bed on a Sunday night, I don't want to hear loads of people hating on refugees and hating on children and women, or men, even. I don't want to hear that. I want to hear lunatics talking bullshine. And luckily, that's exactly what we get. (laughs) Is he still there? good. Uh, it's brilliant. Honestly, if you are not listening, 10 o'clock on a Sunday night, uh, Howard Hughes talks all things weird, wonderful, and um, well, let me say weird again, because we cannot stress how weird those things are. I'm a genuine fan of it, and Howard's on the line now. Evening,
1: Howard. <laughs> Hello, Ian. Keep, keep talking. I was enjoying that. <laughs> I love the way you're picking this up. I mean, the, the fact of the matter is, Ian, yeah. um, I Uh-oh. always he's, say when he's I do
2: use, He's using my surname. I'm in trouble.
1: Well, that's a term of Indian. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it in the nicest, softest possible way. But the reason that um that i'm doing what i'm doing and i always say what i say on the show because it's important yeah uh that even if only 15 percent of what you hear or even 10 well, percent of well, what you hear on that show is true then that is going to change your world and how you see it if the other 90 percent <laughs> of it is complete bullshine, well that is another issue but it's for you but, as the listener this is the program that yes. puts you in charge
2: but where are you hang on where are you getting that 10 percent figure from <laughs> because i don 't even believe that
1: <laughs> i 'm using, I'm using the politicians um <laughs> you know facility for numbers to i
2: do. honestly how i 'm glad you 've taken this in the spirits intended because we we have kind of listening parties online where we listen to your show. I absolutely love it honestly, I love it i think it 's such good radio, I think you do such a brilliant job, and i think it's it 's perfect for a sunday night the 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 weekend's coming to an end we 've all got work the next day, and your show is wonderful right. But you could... Okay, let's let's go through some
1: of the bits I've listened to, right? Okay. You're not going to play them to me, I no,
2: you? No, well... No, uh, th- please, no, th- please thanks, for, thanks for reminding no, no, me. Not now. Uh, the Yeti guy. Oh, yes. Now, what the
1: hell... Come on, man. What the hell was that about? No, that was all okay. And he was talking about Bigfoot, which is this uh, large mythical creature uh, that apparently exhibits itself uh, from Florida all yes. the way over to Russia, where it has a different name but still looks much the same. Yeah. Uh, but he was saying all about the... um origins of this thing and how it is bigger than us and it's primeval and it goes back to a time way before us and they developed separately and it's quite possible for them to exist in the woods. Now this was all very plausible and then he got to the point where he said um, there may be an extraterrestrial connection here and they may be plotting to take over.
2: Let me just, Let me. I am going to play a clip because I've got Uh-oh. that clip. Listen to this. Uh-oh.
4: Well they stay hidden in the woods for some reason and uh, they're bigger stronger stealthy and sapient so you know they could they're either here to, and I think there's good ones and bad ones, let me get through that out of the way right quick, but they're either here to help us or to war with
2: us. There we go, they're here to help us mm-hmm. or to war with us. How did you not panic yourself then? There's a whole army of Sasquatch ch- training themselves to destroy humankind. Well, no, look, you have to take
1: a balanced view of these things. Look, you know that I come from a hard so news background. Yes, okay? I do, yeah, yeah, of course. For most of my career, hard news is what I've done. yeah. Um, you know, seven, I've done them all. All the numbers. And- yeah, all the numbers. <laughs> all the numbers, and, numbers you know, I was there present yeah. and correct. I counted them in, I counted yeah. them out. This is something completely different, but you how if you apply the same balance to this. Yeah that you apply to the mainstream news, then you might be getting somewhere. You've got to apply the filters. Okay. Now, what you've just heard, you can either say automatically, what a load of poo. Yes. Okay. Which is, what which I can I appreciate. Did. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like and I can appreciate a lot of people would do that. Um, but you have to think about it. He believes it. Yeah. So what we need to hear, if, you know, if we're listening to the show and if we're interested enough to be doing the show, which I am, yeah. then we've got to get out of him, Why does he believe that? And that's what we went to next. So he's entitled to his view. And the whole idea is you as a listener to it, you're entitled to your view and you've got to extract from it whatever truth or not there may be.
2: How did you get into this? Because I remember you doing the news. I remember you doing this as well before, but I remember you, you you know, being a a proper serious news uh, reporter. How did you get into doing all this stuff?
1: Oh, boy. Well, look, over my career, I've done it all. I've played records on the radio, uh, done voiceovers, and done, if you want me to do the full commercial, done it all uh, over the years, and loved it all. But I have to say, the more years I did the news, the more I got interested in the alternative stuff, which I'd always had a bit of a you know, penchant for, one way or yeah. another. Um, and I started when I did news on the biggest commercial radio breakfast show in London, as it was back then, before there was a lot of competition around. Uh You know, we had like two and a half, three million listeners. Oh, I started. Who was that with? That, was, that wasn't with Tarrant, was it? Ever was with a man called Chris Tarrant, who <laughs> I've only recently learned to do an impression of, like this, you see. <laughs> well done, so well done, I, sir, yeah. In fact, I could call you like this now, but unfortunately for ten years I worked with him, yeah. and I couldn't do the impression at that point. It's only recently yeah. that, I've, that I've got it
2: right. He's dropped off TV
1: now, It's, it's, it's like, like me, It's a, I can do useless impressions. <laughs> yes. Well, I think we can both do useless yes. impressions, and you've just heard one of them. Yeah. Um. So, look, I did all the, the mainstream stuff, but I also liked, on that uh, show with Tarrant, to build it, and they, they gave me a completely, who gets a free hand these days? Yeah, I got yeah. a totally free hand to write whatever I wanted, say whatever I wanted, play whatever I wanted, and the first the boss ever knew about it was when I was doing it, in Brilliant. front of two and a half million people. Brilliant. No one will ever get that kind of freedom again, and it was of its era, and I loved it but i started building in the ufos the aliens the conspiracy theories and one of the very first things i ever did because i'd heard a man in america talking about it uh, was the effect of uh, the turn of the millennium remember 1999 into 2000
2: very vaguely i was very very drunk i was still drinking <laughs> then how so uh, very very drunk
1: well i can believe that i thought you're gonna say you were very very young i wouldn't have believed <laughs> that um, but <laughs> 1999 into 2000 was meant to be Y2K bug time. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we were doing it on that radio station in the news six months before anybody picked up on it here. And it was a great scare story. And there were lots of very credible people saying that computers controlling key systems, including nuclear missiles... Oh, planes were going to drop out out of the sky, weren't they? Every damn thing. In fact, there were serious people saying that we need to stop everything for the few hours in between... 1999 and 2000 in fact most systems cope now you know if you want to look behind that then a lot of the people who were saying it's going to be a disaster a lot of those people later said well of course uh, once we would prepared the world they started making changes to systems <laughs> uh, you, you, you can believe that or not as the case yeah. may be but i've always been interested in all of those things and look Space and uh, what may be on distant planets and stuff like that. When I was a kid, when you were a kid, those things were laughed at, okay? The idea that there might be aliens out there and all the rest of it. Now, it's in mainstream news. Um, they don't do it properly still. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. But, you know, to answer your uh, question in a few words rather than many words i'm very interested in all of this stuff and i wanted to apply the the skills of the journalist and also a bit of that entertainment radio background that i've got to something like that it's a big ask yeah it's a lot to do um some people don't understand it uh some people think that because i'm doing the show i'm not a skeptic that i believe it all and you know they miss the point Uh, the whole idea is to try and get a handle on Whatever truth there might be out there. And whatever truth might be out there is more than you get in mainstream news. Now,
2: Thank UFOs. Oh yes. I buy, I believe in UFO. Math- scientifically, mathematically, uh-huh. there have to be other life forms out there. There have to be. Yes, well, you know,
1: some of them work on radio stations, well, you're th- absolutely right. T- t-
2: tell me about it, have you heard Paul Ross in the morning? No, nobody has. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, but mathematically, there has to be, and I have seen, you'll, th- you'll think I'm building up to a gag, I'm not at all. Genuinely, I've seen uh, what a UFO, I have seen an unidentified flying object. Me and my um, then-girlfriend were, were stood, I remember, we stood on the balcony of our flat, and, I s- and it was kind of uh, early evening in the summer, and I said, wouldn't it be funny if we saw a UFO? And then we both went, oh my God, look at that! And we saw a bright light travelling very fast, in a straight line, um, uh, disappearing away from us. And um, some people suggest it might be those Chinese lanterns. It wasn't at all. I have no idea what it was. Where
1: was this, by the
2: way? This was in in North London, Muswell Hill. Okay. Uh, And and we saw it. And there were were a few sightings, kind of, around then. Uh, So I, I believe in the UFOs. I believe in the aliens. I'm not convinced that, you know, loads of rednecks have been anally probed or anything like that, but... Scientifically, I be- it, But how do you know? <laughs> Damn you. Have, you. have you ever seen anything? Have you ever seen a ghost? Have you ever seen a UFO? Yes. Have you ever seen anything?
1: Yeah, um, I've been trying to, wanting to, begging to see a UFO for years. I haven't. Yep. Um, but I was working in a radio station. I mean, most of my stories are to do with radio stations because I'm one of these sad people. You know, I've sort of lived in radio studios most of my adult life. You know, It's terribly sad. But a few years ago, I was working in a radio station doing a late night show like this one yeah. at the top of a big tower, uh, filling in for a man who up in that area of the world is a big celebrity. You might know who I'm talking about. Uh, radio station, top of a big tower. Um, and we turned the lights down at night. Only me and a guy called Jonathan, the producer there. Jonathan was in the studio. I went to, you a know, four-hour show. Uh, you occasionally have to leap out during the news to answer the call of nature. Yes. So I did that, ran, ran to the loo, ran back, got to the studio door, and there was a little man. This is a tr- really true story. Little man... James Whale. Cloth- <laughs> no, no, no. Much smaller than James Whale. Little man <laughs> in a cloth cap standing there who yes. disappeared in front of my eyes. And I thought, I, I wasn't scared. I was just... Ah, uh-huh. you're a ghost, and he disappeared. I went into the studio. I hadn't talked about it with Jonathan, my producer, that night, and I said, "Jonathan, I just seen a little man with a flat cap." He said, "You've seen him, haven't you?" I said, "Seen who?" He said, "The ghost." So I've seen a ghost. Yeah. And but who was it? Did you did did you investigate and find that a tiny man had died? Well, look, this particular tower was built in the 1960s, yeah. and produ- um, any construction project at that time, even today, there is a certain amount of uh, loss of life, There is a certain uh, toll involved in that, and the man up there is believed to be somebody who perhaps was involved in the construction of this, and had uh, decided to remain forever. Do
2: you not worry, right? Because I, 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 I... Do you not worry that some What's of the, the people that you get on your show... Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you had a really nice bloke the other, uh, on Sunday. I had a bit of a Sunday show because I, I fell asleep. No disrespect. I, you know, I was knackered. Um, uh, I heard the guy with the chip in his brain. And I've heard him before. He's good. He's had a, a, a microchip. He's a chip. proper
1: professor. Yeah. at the top of his tree.
2: And that's to see how g- the brain can interact with computer technology and all of that stuff. He was great, right? Exactly. But then you have... Um, didn't you have someone called Princess Kaila or something once? And she was a remote viewer. And <laughs> uh, she yeah. had gone back to see jfk <laughs> being shot or s- uh, no, martin, just-
1: martin luther king
2: Martin, <laughs> i was excuse me of course but mlk it was martin luther king and i'm just sat there thinking and it, it, she was giving the flimsiest evidence i've ever heard do you not worry that
1: some of these people can be quite dangerous in the bullshine webs that they weave well, no, I don't, because, because of a couple of reasons. You know, we're all experienced at what we do. So if they're getting too outrageous, if they are going to infringe any rules here, then we've got to close them down, and the ultimate sanction is to get them off. Yeah. In terms of being dangerous, well, it's a view. And, you know, yeah. the view can be as strong. It's like anything. If you get a politician on there, you talk to them, they'll put a view across. Now, whether that view is strongly presented, whether it's good, whether it's cogent, whether it's worth hearing, uh, you'll know as soon as they open their mouths and start, uh, start talking. Your audience is not stupid. They will know whether the well, person uh, is... Uh, is
2: uh, Howard, uh, is my, my audience may be stupid. I'm going to, just just to put that cap I think I've got a, su- a suspicion <laughs> a significant percentage of my audience is actually stupid. But I, I take your point, yes. Yours
1: may be slightly more <laughs> (laughs) I'm glad you said that because half of them are probably going to be waiting for you outside the studio when you finish tonight yeah they will but, uh, anyway. but but
2: so you don't you don't cuz i do i do worry uh, listen i think when you die that's it you switch off and and um that th- there ain't nothing else and i've got no evidence to support that but that's kind of what i believe and i don't i don't buy ghosts and i do worry i know you you, you you tend not to do this but i do worry you know the mediums you get that um that, that oh, I can i can i can talk to your dad if you if you give me 50 quid i i do
1: worry that those people are um uh, well they're exploiting the vulnerable aren't they I think that's a point that you have to put to them every time you talk to somebody like that. And then part of the art of it all, and I'm hearing myself come back at myself, Ian, if your producer can do something about that. But <laughs> this is, this yeah. is,
2: I think, well, this happens on your show. This is, I think this I is, know, all the time, this huh? is the, the rubbish studios
1: they've built for us here. <laughs> well, they, Ed's going
2: to hit it with a hammer.
1: They're quite pitiful, aren't they? Yes. Um, anyway, we're, we're pros. We'll carry on. Um, are they dangerous? Well, no, I, I don't think they are because it's my job to to probe them. And one of the things that, look, I do a podcast as well. the pod- podcast came first. I've been doing the podcast for 10 years. So late last year, Talk Radio came along and said, would you like to bring a version of that show to our radio station? Now, one of the things that the international listeners of the show always say about me is that I'm not afraid to be hard with the people. I mean, we had James Van Praagh on last night. He's one of the most famous mediums in the world. Yeah. You know, he's internationally famous. I'm sure he's a millionaire by now. He's on television all the time. He's done Oprah, Larry King Live, his own series. Big name. And it was very good to get him. And we had sound problems with him, but that's by the by. Um, big name on the show. And I was the American hosts who talked to him would not do what I did. I played a 30 second clip of James Randy, famous magician oh, yeah, and yeah. famous debunker, debunking him. And I thought, look, you're big enough, tough enough and hard enough to take this. And it's got to be done. Otherwise, we're not being fair. And that's what I did. And that's the difference between this show. And I'm not saying this show is the best thing since sliced bread. It's still developing. Yeah. But that's the difference between this show and shows in other parts of the world that I call woo woo shows. And they just go, Oh, is that real? Are you sure sh- you, you saw a man with three heads and he walked into your bedroom? Wow. That's amazing. I don't do that. Uh, it's interesting. You mentioned James Randi.
2: Uh, uh, there's a brilliant book by a gentleman who's coming on the show in a couple of weeks called Will Storr. It's, uh, it's Will Storr and the heretics. I can't remember. And he interviews, he interviews James Randi um and james randy's a really interesting guy because there are th- there are several accounts of him you know he has this this big thing right if if you can prove you've got special powers he'll give you a million dollars one million dollars one million dollars no one's ever won it right partly because he keeps shifting the goalposts. there have <laughs> been several uh, uh, incidents incidences where people have been just about to enter the, the you know the the trials and he's gone online and slagged them off and said, oh, that person's pulled out of this trial. That person was a fraud. No, no, I'm not doing the trial with them. And the person, there was a Greek doctor who was going to do homeopathy. And the person is going, no, hang on, w- w- what are you talking about? Why are you going online and bad-mouthing me? We've not. And there there are a few instances of that. And, and James Randi is, um, there are one or two moments in his career when he's told quite big whopping lies to get
1: his point across. All right, well, you know, doesn't anybody in any public position. Not me. Don't are you never. sure, Ian me? Never You're certain about that? Absolutely you know, never. All people there was a phrase that was used by politicians twenty years ago, it applies today. Um whatever public position they're in, they can be economical with the truth. And I'm not saying he's been that, let's make that very clear. But you know, he's got a point to make as you say. Um but what you said At the very beginning of this was that you didn't believe any of it. Now, James Randy, who is the debunkmeister, we might call him, if you're saying and this book is claiming uh, that he refused to test certain people, that must be because perhaps he believes some of it and actually believes they may well have the powers that they purport to have. If the book is correct, and we don't have James Randi here to speak for himself, no. It, well, I, well, I'll speak to Will
2: Storr when he comes on. I must remember, Kath, remind me to ask him about James Randi. It's a, it's a fascinating book, and it's a brilliant chapter in this uh, uh, in this book. How are you finding the show, Howard? In its early days, it, it, it's easy for me because I do five a week, and if I do one that I'm not happy with, I'll, I'll probably be doing one tomorrow. And I always mm-hmm. found when I was doing one show a week, if I did one that I just thought, oh, he didn't quite get up to speed. You've got a whole. I had a whole week worrying about it how how are you finding it you enjoying it
1: i I, you know look i I do other things as you may know during the week so during my working week i'm always keeping an eye on how the show is uh, shaping up who's going to be on it and i always look at it in terms of a balance and if i don't think we've got the right people confirmed for a show then I'll, i'll want to get somebody else on there the one thing we don't want to do uh, but inevitably, look, this is live radio. You're taking a risk every time you go on, and as, you know, I'm from Liverpool, every time you go on there and open your gob, you're taking a risk. So I try and get the best possible balance. Yes, I worry about the show, um, of course I do, and especially one show per week, because it's very hard when you're working in other places yeah. to go to another place and get into the rhythm of that. But, you know, look, you may not know this, but I did the same show on the old talk sport. Yeah, yeah, I used to listen to it. Yeah, it um, You know, which, you know, it was a completely different thing then it ended um and then i my listeners emailed me in their hundreds and said don't let that show i was going to let it go yeah. but my listeners emailed me in their hundreds and said take it online turn it into a podcast so i learned podcasting i learned the technology it's not that difficult and anyone can now do it. Um, so I learned to use my skills in, in in that way. But look, do I worry about the show on Sunday's doing one show a week is difficult. But you know, I love the thing and I hope that comes across. Yeah, but
2: yeah. I'm going to go and play you one more clip if you don't mind. I know it's cruel oh, to me to play clips of yourself to yourself. Is
1: it one is it one that makes me look a plonker?
2: No, 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 <laughs> Not not at all, not at all. all um right. it, it, it this is this was right, I knew because I had listened to your show on Talksport. Um, um at, but th- listening to this, this is when I knew your, your show on a sunday night it was gonna be regular listening you had a fella on mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: oh,
2: i'm so sorry you had a fella on, ta- on talking about um haunted airports oh yes and he said
4: this what would be
1: the one event that you would like to happen that hasn't happened what's the one bit of proof that you would like to go to a base and get
4: i've never seen a, a phantom aircraft land on an airfield in front of me yeah
2: because they don't exist that's why you've never seen a. Fa- I felt so sorry for that bloke <laughs> I've never seen a phantom aircraft land. That's what I'd like to. It's never
1: going to happen. Well, look, it's his view. He's entitled He's to It's never going to happen, Howard. You mm. should have destroyed him. In the intervening weeks since that, that was the first night. Don't tell the, me you've so seen one now, has he? We were all a little nervy on that first night, but that was the first yeah. night when we were feeling our way. Um, you know, in those intervening weeks, it may well have happened. <laughs> who, who are you? Who are you, Ian and may say that? And that is one of, that is the beautiful kaleidoscope of life, the world, no. hard science, weird science, and the paranormal that we plumb and probe hey, every Sunday night. You're probing David Ike. David Ike pulled out on us twice, and now he won't return our calls. You've, n- oh, please you've don't nicked it. So. You've I'm nicked re- Icke from us. I'm due to be recording it tomorrow. And David, if you're listening, uh, <laughs> don't forget our appointment to uh, to record, because um, otherwise. Um, Oh, <laughs> otherwise <laughs> we we'll have a, Sunday we'll night is screwed again.
2: Howard oh, honestly mate I, I'm glad you take it in the spirit it's intended I genuinely well, we all love your show here uh, uh, you know Kath and I listen to it and we text each other and the, the listeners love it I think it's brilliant it's, I think it's such a breath of fresh air it's exactly what radio needs on a Sunday night and I wish you every success with it Howard that's
1: really kind Ian and uh, you know I wish you every success with what you're doing but you don't need my wishes you're Let doing you brilliant
2: you have an open invitation as well anytime you want to come on and plug uh, plug the show you're more than
1: welcome hey top stuff have a good night cheers mate see you later take on good.
2: thank bye you bye bye Uh, What a nice bloke. Couldn't you just um, bathe in his voice? Couldn't you just bathe in that man's voice? Honestly, right, it is such a good show. If you believe in all that stuff, it's a brilliant show. If you don't believe in all that stuff, it's an even better show. And quite often we um, we we go on Twitter and we use the hashtag hashtag Bullshine and we will um, kind of have a listening party online. And I cannot recommend it enough, Howard Hughes, Sunday nights, 10 till 1, and we're not, you know we've been asked by the bosses to kind of like plug all the other, i got to plug all the other shows, and I'll do a live read for the other show, and if I've heard something on another show that I thought was good, I'll mention it, and John Holmes' show is brilliant, right, and I'll do all that. But that was a genuine... That wasn't from the bosses. That was me genuinely saying, we've got to get Howard on the show, man. We've got to get Howard on the show. And I, I, I sent him an email, and I'm so glad. What relief he takes... Uh, <laughs> he came on and said, bullshine. Let's clip... Can we just clip his bullshine? Can we get a clean bullshine from Howard, please? Let's go to the first caller of the night. Give me a tip. Ooh, that was a... a uh, Kadik, you, you're the first caller of the night. Nicky, what happened, man?
5: Uh, the first time. I, I don't know. Oh, first time nerves.
2: First time nerves, it's okay, we, the, the first time is disappointing for many of us, in so many ways. Oh, At least you've had a first time, I don't think Alan has yet. Um, <laughs> Alan, you, again you're breathing through the mouth. Sorry, I breath, because it's been quite a day. Well, well did, what, first of all, what did you think Alan about Howard Hughes? Mmm, still out. What, on him personally? Yes. Why? I've never listened to his show. Well, do you believe in ghosts? I've seen Ghostbusters
4: 57
2: times. Hang on a minute, sorry, for a second I thought, uh, I thought, I asked you, had you seen ghosts, and you said, uh, do you believe in ghosts, and you said you'd seen Ghostbusters 57 times? Yes, the original. How many times have you seen Ghostbusters? Two? Every time you call it
3: a quiz show.
2: Okay. Right, Alan, Nikki, I need to, um, clean my soul out. I'll be back after this. Right. So, who's got the radio on? Not me! Nikki? No, not me. Shh, be quiet.
4: Who's that? Oh, my mum's got my telly on in the living room. I'm transferring to the back garden. Transferred to the back
2: garden. ASAP, Caddick. Yeah, I'm in the back garden. Nikki.
6: Yes?
2: What did you call in for, boss?
5: Um, well, first of all, nice to speak to you. First time caller, long-time listener. There we go, ladies uh, and gentlemen. thank you very much indeed. Since, uh, LBC days. Um, I was at the Richard Herring podcast recording.
2: Ah, tonight. This, uh, this evening, for those who don't know, I was interviewed by Richard Herring for his uh, Richard Herring Leicester Square Theatre podcast. It'll be out on the 15th. How did you find it, Nicky?
5: I thought you were brilliant. You, you looked a bit nervous at us when you walked on the stage. Yeah. Uh, I, I think you you soon took control of it, and you were very funny. Well, uh, you're very kind. Or. Here's here's here's. I hated it. Yeah, you said you said as much. Uh, I actually saw you after this. Oh. Uh, All I did was stand awkwardly next to you. I didn't oh, actually think.
2: Oh, oh no, that's no, so what you should have said. Low, uh, but uh, you know these things are. Uh, oh, you're the person that tweeted that you were scared about calling, but you might call. Yes. Got it. I got you. I got you. I'm there now. I'm with you. Um, well, listen, thank you so much for coming out. I found it really stressful. R- Richard, it turns out, is a, is a very, very nice guy. And I got there very early and we hung out and he was a very, very nice gentleman. And we got on very well. Um, and then he kind of goes into Richard Herring character mode, which is fine. Um, I was a little bit too sweary, which I do when I get nervous.
5: I actually enjoyed
2: that. Oh, did you like the swears? Okay, fine. It
5: made a nice difference from the, the radio show. <laughs> so. Good.
2: Um, uh, but I I found, uh, I, I hated it. I hated, um, I hated it because I've, I've, I'm, I'm genuinely very intimidated by him. And that's fine. And that's, that, that is what it is. And that comes from me, not from him.
7: Alan, can you shut up? I I'm in, I'm in a soundproof box now. Just be quiet.
2: I can still hear the telly, that's not soundproof. Well, it's these thin walls I'm in. What? It's these thin walls. Right, okay, right. I, I need to get some. To- right, oh, hang on a Alan, where have you gone? Yes, Alan? Yeah, yeah. I'm here. Hang on, who's- Nicky, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still there. I heard
3: a third voice. Hello? Who's that? Hello? Hello? Excuse me? Who's that? Who's,
4: who's that?
3: Who's that? That's what i asking you! Lee? Is that you? Right. Who's this? Is this the Ian e. Lee Show? Yes, it's Ian
4: Lee, but who are you? Uh, Alright, yeah. yes. Well, who are you? Well, I'm Alan, first caller of the night.
3: Oh, and what Nick are you ringing about, me. Alan?
4: I don't know, He I not asked me yet.
3: Oh, right, so you just rang up on spec to make sure that he asked you what you wanted, yeah?
4: Yeah, but okay. he hasn't asked me yet, because he asked Nicky, who was too nervous to call, but he has called, but he's calling number two, and you're calling number three.
3: Okay, well, that's uh, the logistics of it. All fantastic, lovely. What do you want to speak about? I
4: don't know, because r- 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 what do you want to talk about? Brexit. Um, uh, I'm not doing the EU referendum. I
3: am. I'm doing it. Well, are you in or are you out?
2: Right, no, I, right, right. Angelos, hang on a second. You're the th- is that Angelos? Yes, it's Angelos, you- yes.
3: Kalimera. Angelos? Hello? Kalimera. Yes, yes. Ticanis? Calimera, yes. Yes, yes. You've been trolling me online tonight, haven't you? Uh, I've been trolling you, mate. I've been trying to get you engaged in a conversation, a debate, and trying to get your opinion on something, but you're very... to expression any sort of opinion.
2: You've... you've, um, How can I ring in? I need to talk about Brexit. Yes? I won't be silenced on Brexit. I won't be. Will you be? I won't will be. You be. I won't no. be, but you, I will be silencing you on Brexit.
3: Oh, right, well. Okay. Well,
8: let's
3: plan <laughs> Alan! So, was, was that a from me dad language? Who did your dad? Was that your dad effing, using the F word?
5: Yeah. Flipping heck. We're having a... Oh, well. Nicky, are you still there? I'm still here. Um, Sorry, if I'm quiet. Um, um, Hello, Nicky. a little bit nervous. Hello.
3: He, Nicky's oh, nervous, man. Angelos. Go, gen- just, you know... Don't worry, Nicky. What, did you enjoy, uh, herring and, uh, lead tonight, Nicky? Very, very much so, yes. Where did you go and see that?
5: That was in, uh, Leicester Square. Okay, and how much did you pay? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't remember. Can I get it on Would iTunes?
2: It yeah, right, Alan, I'm gonna cut you off. Okay. That was easy.
3: Yeah. No fight there. Next, next. How much did you pay, Nicky?
5: Um, it
3: somewhere around £15 plus. Yeah, I food. thought that's what you would have paid to see that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, have you been on the Richard Herring podcast,
3: Angelos? You won't have me, you won't have me on there, mate. No, exactly. Yes, yeah, no, class. No. Top act. No, yeah. no, but, yeah. no, because no. he is yeah. intimidated by me in the same way that you is intimidated by him.
2: But yet you're intimidated by me, so that's like no. that picture of the stairs that go up but down at the same time. That's
3: it. No. Yeah, Escher. Bless you. Thank okay. <laughs> uh,
2: uh, <laughs> you. Next, next what? tweet. Next
3: tweet. You yeah, got
2: so, This is a this is addressed to me. You tell me, Nikki, yeah, if you think we, this is trolling or not.
3: At, think... at Ian Lee, you're yes.
2: just yes, you're just a mouthpiece for the puppet masters.
3: Well, I think you are,
2: Nikki. What do you reckon? Is that trolling? Uh, just a little bit, yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, you think that's trolling, is it, Nikki? Just a little bit. You give me your Twitter address, mate. I'll show you what trolling is. No, don't you dare! <laughs> <laughs> I don't okay. right. even use Twitter anymore. Oh, well, you got trolled?
5: No, I just got bored of it. Yeah, no, fair enough, mate. I found that I was uh, speaking to nobody in particular.
2: Well, that's yeah. Angel- that's Angelos
3: every time he steps on stage. Oh, there we go. Another one. How did you get on tonight, then, uh, with Richard Herring?
2: Yeah, brilliantly. I loved, ev- I loved it. I got loads of laughs, and everyone loved me. What, what did you talk about? Um, did you go out of your comfort zone?
3: I got very close to the edge of it. Are you? Are you? And where is the edge of your comfort zone? What sort of subject?
2: It's just kind of near, um, my, th- my anus.
3: Well, yes, yeah, so that's what I thought you'd result to all that. All bodily stuff anus and, and anus the brahme and that. <laughs> Thank you, Nicky. Hmm. So, do you want to take it on break Brexit with me? To me. No, not you, Nicky. No, no, I know that you're out. Right.
2: The thing is, Angelos. Yes.
3: It's really boring. What is? Brexit. Oh, yeah. Listen, mate, this is the biggest ever decision you will ever make. Okay? Right. Like, you have got to vote whether or not you be in it, or whether you can <laughs> go out of it. I know what it is. I know, yeah. I know, yeah, I know what it is.
2: Well, a lot of people don't know it. Yes, they do. They, they don't. Everyone. Hello. <laughs> Hello, they do. You're saying that there are some yeah. people who don't know that, that, yeah. that they can vote in or out of Europe, and those are the choices.
3: There's loads of people that don't know about that. Who? Well, Keith up the road doesn't know. Does he not? No, he doesn't know. I told him to listen to this. Now he knows. But there's like loads of people like that that don't know. Um, and <laughs> if you, what you, you have to register online to vote, um whether or not you go in the, um, to Europe or not. Oh yeah. Uh, but it's but it's the thing is, Angelos, right? Yeah. It's boring. It's what was
2: that? Huh? <laughs> yeah. It's boring. Yeah, you're boring. I'm gonna ignore that. Okay. And it's on all the other radio stations.
3: I bet. And now it's on this one. Well no, I don't join the club. I don't want to join the you're club. In, you're in Brexit now. No, I don't wanna join no, no. I don't
2: wanna right. join right. the club of okay. that talks about but I, okay. I bet if we go to LBC okay. right now, right? Yeah. I bet you're like Katie Hopkins. No, it's not Hopkins, it's um Ian Collins, right. What are the chances of having two presenters on at the same time of night both it's called Ian. Yeah.
9: Uh
3: about 25 to 1. Okay. So that's that's lower
2: than I thought. Yep. But still yeah. worth a, still worth a punt. Still worth a punt. Yeah. Ladbrokes. Let's get or, or um um pa- paddy, paddy Paddy uh, Paddy Power? Uh, uh, Coral, William Hill, any of them. Any of them. Um, Near the church um, accountants. Let's have a little listen to This is this uh, is LBC.
10: Um well
8: that that
2: that's bit wouldn't free. have
10: been
5: a biblically referenced, would it? No, no, no. Right.
10: That's that's not a biblical. So
5: that's just become a kind of contemporary that's interpretation. Yeah. No, they're
2: not talking about Brexit. They're talking about Muslims fasting. Muslims fasting for Ramadan. So uh, Ramadan. Ramadan. Ding dong. Ding dong. That's it,
3: mate. I said it first. Uh, but only because you uh, knew I was going to say it. You only said
2: it after I started saying it.
3: Yes, mate. All right, ghosts. Then if you don't want to talk about Brexit. <laughs> How have you made the leap from Brexit to ghosts? Everyone makes the leap from Brexit to ghosts. It's, next, it's the it's go-to subject. Right, stay there, I'm going to play an
2: advert. St- shush, in button it. Stay there, come back in a minute. <laughs> Evening, this is Ian Lee, Talk Radio wait 499 Uh Nicky's on the line. Evening, Nikki. Evening, hello. And uh, Angelos has, um, is well, you're, you're basically trolling the listeners now, Angelos. The Okay. Well, no, it's not okay. I kind of feel you you owe them an apology. Sorry, everyone. But without it the sarcasm, be. without the sarcasm.
3: Okay, yeah, sorry, guys. Really sorry about trolling all of your listeners, all three of them.
4: And
2: then, uh, do you know what? It was really nice until that last little bit at the end, but I'm going to ignore that because I'm a bigger man than you. Yeah, okay. You're welcome. Okay. You want to yeah. talk about ghosts?
3: Yes, period actually. Okay, yeah. fine.
9: Have you been
3: smoking drugs tonight? No, I've not. I I normally suck on my bong, but tonight I haven't done it uh, because I knew I had to come on here and deliver a very powerful speech about Brexit. But you've tried to silence me, um, but I still haven't smoked anything. I bet you've sucked on something tonight. Right!
10: Uh...
3: What was that? I think... So... uh, come on, then. (laughs) What? Come on, then, what? Well, ghosts, isn't it? Yes. Is this part of the zeitgeists? Yes, it is. Everyone's banging on about ghosts at the moment. Who? Um, all the people. Um, what, have Have you seen them? No, because they don't exist.
2: Oh. So, you? Yeah, well, yes, I do i I've okay, seen one. OK, why don't you tell us um, about Would you like me to play some spooky music To slightly detract I, from your don't point?
3: Don't worry about No, don't worry about that No? no. About that. no. I, I saw one at the Odeon
2: The Hammersmith Odeon? No uh, It
3: was uh,
2: Colchester The Colchester Odeon, you saw a ghost Why don't you tell us about that?
3: This <laughs> is uh, Casper
2: the, the movie?
3: Yeah
2: no. I saw a ghost once. Where? It was the ghost of that joke, because I just saw it die and disappear up to heaven.
3: Oh, right. Well, that's how you treating your customers,
2: is it? <laughs> what, do, what, I mean, what do you expect from that? That's worse material than Barry comes up with. I saw a ghost. Oh, God, where did he come from?
3: I saw a ghost. Would you look in the mirror? Oh, that's All right, fine, isn't it? All right, Hi, Barry. Yes, oh, mate. mate. Yes. Thanks ringing in, mate, because he's is a handful, isn't he? It's yeah,
0: yes. He's very worried, actually. It was a dark night. Yeah, it was know, windy. It was windy outside. I'd just gone up to bed to take a bit of, a little bit of hot milk, malted milk, to my wife, Margaret. She yeah. liked it in bed, although it did stick to her moustache a bit. If she dribbled it down her chin, and you know, and she looked like Colonel Saunders, you know, with her mm. malted milk. Th- finger looking who's good. Not, who's, who's not a military man, can I just say? No, he's not. And uh, she not. But she is... I believe massive. he was a slave
3: owner. Yeah, he wasn't a military man, though. No.
2: Yeah. Colonel Saunders—he never, he never served anywhere. No, well, except in his
0: uh, the fine KFC restaurant. Yes, no, exactly. he, he never you? served. Man, he was a right chicken. He was he really was. A um, chicken. Suddenly, as I looked at, my, this is the story. I'll go back to, back to number, the story. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so, I give Margaret a boost. I give Margaret. Oh dear. I give, Margaret oh dear. I give Sounds Mar- like you're leaning
2: backwards. I give Margaret. I that's better. Mar-
0: so, all I'm saying is that's
2: better. I Go. Give Ma- in your I own
0: give- time. <laughs> I give Margaret a malted milk. It went right. on her top lip. Always a laugh, you know, and that. Suddenly what? I heard a noise. Oh. A hmm. ghost had come in.
3: <laughs> Where? Uh, up through the bog.
0: Yeah, come up through the bog. You know, like that snake come up and that man who's, yeah. um, you know, dingle, d- dingle dangle, it yeah. was like that come up through the toilet. It come up through the body. it does. They do do that. Well,
3: I've heard they do do that. Well, they, because it's the easiest way in. They come up through the sewers. Of it is. And then, is. The and then yeah. like, if you get, it, you can get
0: possessed by them because a lot of them ghosts go up through your bum, you know? Yeah, well, this one come up near my bum, you know, as I was sitting on the toilet. I said, what the hell are you doing? Victorian gentleman he was. I thought Coward. you were delivering... I thought you were giving Margaret some milk. Sorry, Angelos knows I then went to the toilet. I didn't send that picture so I left that out. So I'm sat on the uh, the toilet, sort of thing, and this Victorian ghost come up, <laughs> carrying an old oil lamp. <laughs> well... Oh. I tell you something with the methane in there, the combination could have been lethal. Anyway, he says, Oh excuse me, And the, he said, Is um Lord Timothy in? Well, I know for a fact that my house is built on an old uh, ma- you know, ancient mansion site. You yeah, this
9: know is where's this
0: where?
2: in Watford? Eh? In Watford?
0: Yeah, the Watford Mansion. Is it was the Watford mansion in the bushy area? Yes. So was this fella when he came up between the legs and all? Anyway, <laughs> he's it's also
3: on a Native American Indian burial ground as well, isn't it? Your house is built. Oh, tell them what when you saw that ghost round oh my God, house, the Indian don't. fella, yeah,
0: the red no, Indian.
3: Oh well, I was I was just making a, a pot noodle in the kitchen, wasn't I? Yeah, yeah, and I just put the um, I just put all the water into the pot, and i had gone up a bit, a bit. I'd gone a bit too much over the, <laughs> over, the much over, yeah. over the line, didn't I? Yeah, didn't that's
0: know?
3: it. And sure enough, I thought, "Oh Christ, I'll have to get rid of some of that water," you know. Mm, so I went yeah. over to the sink, and I just started pouring, 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 the water down the sink because I put too yeah. much in the noodle. The power water. This, yeah, and I heard, I heard this, I heard this, mm. like, yeah. noise, like that. And I thought, "What's oh, that? Who's oh, that?" You know? Yeah. And I'll pour a bit more water down the plug hole. i say, ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah, Anyway, yeah. this, but uh, scepter spirit type thing. That's comes it. Comes up, comes up through your sink. The plug hole. Yeah, uh, that's, that's through it. Through the plug hole. And he says, yeah. listen, mate, as listen. I'm Geronimo. And he has a big axe in his hand. Like, he's all that's ghostly. Because it. it's midnight. Um, yeah. He says, I'm Geronimo. And I'm a, I'm a ghost. And I live right on the Native American burial ground here. Um, yeah don't pour your water down this hole because you're going to burn someone, you know? That's and I, it. I didn't think nothing of it because i have been chucking uh, on my bong that night, you know? Yeah. And then he went back down into the plug hole and that's the last I ever heard of him okay. until I spoke to you about it. And you said, you know, yeah, he's been knocking around. Right. Oh, brother. he's been knocking around for
11: right. ages. Can
3: you just, can you just
0: finish what? what you were saying? Oh, well, basically, I farted and he disappeared back down the toilet. In my case, I think we've mm. got.
2: It's funny enough. You should mention that. What what noise did it make?
0: Like that standard fart noise. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> oh sorry. Oh sorry. The ghost. Yeah. What noise did the ghost make? Oh.
9: No. <laughs> yeah. <he> it <didn't> <laughs> like just come up through
3: the. <laughs> <laughs> <He just laughs> this? come up through the bog Is <laughs> this really what we've? We, no. Is what
2: we've got no. <laughs> it, no. <laughs> Please. Please. No, I meant... (laughs) Oh, sorry. Angelos' pot noodle. (coughs) No.
0: The ghost. No. What did he do, Angelos? What noise did he make? (coughs) Angelos, is he gone? I think we have a recording of it here. Hang on.
12: Hang on. Matahawaka, Tangai Hangai, how are you? Are you the Mati apoka i When you're a kitten, i you. Was that it? Is <laughs> that it?
2: I think so, yeah. Uh, well, I think Angelos is gone, which is... Oh, well, he's gone. He's been spooked.
0: I'm going to go, man. Please. Please do. No, no. No, right,
2: Barry. Thank no, you. No, no. No, no. And thank you. Um, thank you, Nicky. Did we get to the point of what you wanted to say? Mm? Did we get to your point, Nicky?
5: Um, well, I was praising you for the Richard vegetarian podcast. There was something else I wanted to talk about as well. Yeah, go on. But I'm not quite sure how I can follow. Ah, you happened. can follow it any way you want. Um, on Friday, so you mentioned something about a football match. Oh, yeah, we're going to have a -a five-a-side football match.
2: I'm regretting the idea already, but we're going to do it.
5: Well, I was just wondering if I could put my name forward for that. Yeah, of course you can. Yeah, I actually live around the corner from the pitch you were talking about.
2: Oh, mate, in that case, then, uh, you're in. Yeah. In that case, you are in. I'm trying to find something. Um, This is what I'm trying to find. This is what I was trying to find. Hang on a second. Um... Oh dear, I'm trying to find... um, mm -mm. Ah, that's what I'm trying to find. Hang on a minute. This is what I was trying to find. I need to get... Hang on, bear with me. It'll be worth it. Uh, This is what I was trying to find. Hang on a minute. Um, Bear with me. Okay. Bear with me. It'll be worth it. Here we go. This is what I was trying to find. Hang on, bear with me. No, that's not it. Hang on, bear with me. It'll be worth it. Ah, this is what I was trying to find. Hang on, bear with me, Nicky.
13: Barry? This. That's what I was trying
2: to find, and I found it eventually. We got there in the end. Excellent, uh, Nikki. Your like names. Your name's I'm on the the metaphorical list. As I'm not, I've, I haven't compiled a list yet. But what the hell? Yeah, you're in, man. Excellent. When is that likely to happen?
5: July. July. Excellent.
2: July-ish. July the-ish. OK, I look forward to it. Nice one, man. Thanks for calling, Nicky. I'm glad you, you found the courage to, and thanks for coming along tonight. <sighs> I need, during, during the break, I'm going to be
13: feverishly clipping this. <laughs> that's what I'm going to be looking for. Um, well, I, that's an hour
2: of radio. Cup of tea's arrived. That's an hour of radio. Literally no idea what happened and you know what we don't we don't need to know what happened it just happened and that's all groovy uh Kyle Jim Callum I can see you there and I see you've been waiting for a while we'll get you in the next hour 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to um, give us a call you're more than welcome to uh, we call you back for the first two hours of the show, then after midnight, it changes a little bit, and, um, uh, and we it don't then. You know, straight to air. I'll explain it all nearer the time. Um, if you want to watch the show, I've just turned it off because I was trying to find something on my phone, but I'm going to turn it on again now. You can, um, periscope, um, periscope.tv, um, forward slash Ian Lee. Um, and, um, yeah. Oh, it's this.
1: Talk Radio
2: um, Give us a call if you want 0844 We've got a few lines for it. it's all very very busy at the moment Which is awesome, Periscope is back up and running um, And um, Yes, be back after the news We've had um, Howard Hughes, King of the Bullshine, uh, on. We've had um, Angelus banging on... I don't, well, listen, the, the, the reason we don't want to talk about Brexit, right, It's because there are rules. We could talk about Brexit, right? We could. The thing is, there are strict rules we'd have to follow. Right? And I couldn't express an opinion. And it'd be, it'd be boring. That's the thing, right? It's on all the... Fl- LBC are literally creaming their pants over Brexit. It's all the- This is the most important decision Britain will ever face. Flipping it. It's boring. Honestly, it's boring. Dull, dull, dull. So, Angelos, I think I destroyed you there. Um, I'm always slightly reluctant to suggest you calling with your ghost stories, because what'll happen is, some nice um um people will phone up and tell me about the time they think they saw a ghost, and I'll be too nice to go, no, you didn't. You didn't. It didn't happen. You've made it up. I'll be too nice to say that, you see. It, I, I, they'll think that they've seen one, but it doesn't happen. There's no such thing as ghosts. Callum, there's no such thing as ghosts, is there? Oh, hang on. Hello,
11: Callum. I Hi, hip, hip, hip. Hip, What? Hello? Say it, eh? I remembered it. Say it again. Hip, hip, hip. What? Eh? Hip, hip, hip. Say it one more time. Hip, hip, hip. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, go on, then. Yeah, I'm, uh, you've got it. <laughs>
2: Thanks. You're welcome. Hang on a minute, can I just... I've I got, got some new buttons delivered this week. Can I just, um... Try one out. Can I just try a new button out? Hang on a second. Where yeah, I, go on. Have a where go. Where I put my new button. Here we go. Um, <laughs> you should do it. shine Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I got it. Thank you, team. Thank you, team. And then while um, while we're talking, I'm going to do some um, some pretty cool editing at the same time because
9: that's
2: <laughs> is how good I am, and I'm going to be doing the editing so well. That none of you will even notice that I'm doing the editing. That's how good I am at radio, at computers, and at editing on computers f- during radio for ra- two radios. That's, but that, you won't even know that I'm doing it, Callum. And then I'll yes. play you a clip afterwards, right? And it would have been editing, and it would have taken any of the kids that work here, it would have taken them a week to do it, partly because they're off their mash on, um, um, I don't know, marijuana or something. You yeah. will even notice that I am mm. doing it, because I am the master editor. What did you call mm. in for, Callum?
11: A bit about ghosts, but also about spirits and things like that, and uh, about ascension. Uh, and, uh, yeah. First of all, human body, uh, same for man or woman or animals and things like that. Ooh. It weighs twenty six grams of soul and when you dial It, it spends, was what? It's twenty six grams it was. I weighs, thought it was twenty. is it isn't it is it twenty one grams? The salt it was they were reading it five Sheffield grams at the university. Too short. Yeah. It's on Google. Yeah. But whatever when your physically body stops working, that goes straight away and you have a stop or on down or,
2: it's sending
13: this sequence next night hang on a minute hang on a minute, i'm editing but it's not.
2: hang on you can, you can hear i'm
13: editing, editing hang on hang on
2: i'm just editing <laughs>
13: on, i'm just editing hang on, hang on i'm just editing i'm just editing just editing. Just editing. Just editing. Just editing.
2: Just editing. No, it's really difficult to do.
11: You'll get there.
2: I will get there! Anyway, go on! Yeah. So, so the I, soul weighs 26 grams. Where did the extra five grams come from?
11: I think this found like weird. I think you know it new technology and things like that. But I think 80% of people... Isn't it? How, now?
2: Remind me how they know how much the soul... weigh? How, how do they know how much our souls weigh?
11: Uh, I think they put people, if I've got it right, uh, Go on. on a slab. And they, when they went, on a weight same... Yeah, not things they do at these. Hang on. They put people on a slab. That's what I was told, yeah. this is
2: So this is how you described it. They put people on a slab, and when they went, they yeah. all weighed the same.
11: Yeah. I don't know what that means.
2: When uh, they went where?
11: When the physical body start working. Uh, so all these people died on a slab? Yeah, to test it, like on weighing scales,
2: it's... But how did they guarantee that you would die on a slab?
11: I, th- I
13: think they must have got no, certain people at the end of their life and... Do you know what, I, do, you know what do you know what I just did? What? Well, I just did this. <laughs> right, can you say it?
11: Oh, no. <laughs> well,
2: we're about to have the best phone-in I've ever done. Part two. <laughs> Who can phone up... And who can say <laughs> Do
13: you want to have a go, Callum? No, I might work on it in week. It's like rapping, isn't it? it's like this is well, this is the first rap song, yeah. It's a
2: place in New Zealand, is It's a place name in New Zealand. Yeah. It's pretty close can anyone get closer i don't think so callum Uh, yeah so they weigh they they weigh souls on a slab yeah 26 grams of soul so when i've heard this when you're alive when you die you're 26 grams is that not just the
11: air because you know it's it's, uh, you, you know your spirit your frontal cortex you, hmm. When you physically start working, you pop out of there. And I think 80% of people get a century in the world. Uh, yeah. And I think only 20% like stop earth which like egos. Here's the thing, Callum. And I'm going
2: to thing, Alan, I'm gonna say this, and I feel like I'm treading over old material, but what the hell? Here's well, the thing no one tells you about what happens when you die. I
11: know. Go on. I th- well, I think next bit is funny for a uh, no.
2: no, hang on. Hang on a, a minute. Bit. When you die. You do what is known in the legal and medical profession as a death poo.
11: I've heard that, yeah.
2: You do a death poo. Sometimes you achieve a sexual climax and you urinate yourselves and you do a death poo. Because all of the... This is why I'm constantly going for a poo. Because all of your muscles, when you die, obviously relax. And if you have anything up there, out it comes. He's got to come out, yeah. If you haven't got anything out there, there's nothing to come out. I don't want to yeah. be caught short when I'm dead. <laughs> no, worse. I don't want um, my mum or my kids or my wife or some poor ambulance driver to um, have to uh, remove not only a dead body, but a, uh, a dead log. I don't want that to happen.
11: <laughs> no, well, got used to it. So what happens then, Callum, when you die? Well, I. Apart from the death poo? There's like another world you're going. In. I said, this bit's not main bit, it's like a stepping stone. Oh, and yeah. my grandma went in 09, and sometimes, it, you're going to say it's bullshit, but sometimes I feel like a contactor, yeah. and I'll ask her stuff.
2: Oh, yeah, what does she say?
11: And well, I like me sleep, and I'll, I'll meditate. Yes. And then if I've got problems with next stuff, answer appears. And I'm very good at telepathy, I can be thinking of my mum or a friend, and the so, phone will ring, start no reason, and. I don't want this to be because I'm, a, that wizard, I'm that wizard on that kin because my friends are wizards as well. I don't want this to do with that. But I know you'll say it's all bullshine, but I don't think I it's something bullshine. in there. Bullshine. I find it calming to think like that. But every, each their own. I'm not one of these people who's going to go shouting and and I think you think what you think. I think what I think. Bullshine. Now, I'm, now the thing I is. Love that bullsh- I love that bullshine. Bullsh- I love it. Bullshine. I love that. Bullshine. Go on.
1: Bullshine. Bullshine.
11: <laughs> bullshine,
2: bullshine.
6: Bullshine. 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 Fantastic. Bullshine.
2: But here's the thing, right? If it works for you, man, who am I to question it, right?
11: Yeah. But it's nuts. <laughs> I know a lot of people say that, but I can take it. I'm a big beginner, man. Not in size, but in mental capacities.
8: How big
2: are your mental capacities?
11: Uh, pr- Pretty strong, I I've listened to a lot of opinions and a lot of bullshit. I've seen
2: just, I've seen a man throw someone across the room psychically without laying his hands on him. I've seen that.
11: Yeah, I've heard stuff like that.
2: I've seen that
11: happen. I think. I can... I, think I've seen it. I can stare people. I've got one of them stares. Go on. Well, if people know me, I just give them eye contact. Give, the give, 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 stare at girl. me now. Stare at me now. You're on radio. I could try it. Go on, go on, go on. Go on. Let's hang on. One, two, three. Yeah, I felt that.
2: Yeah, yeah, I did feel it. Really, really. Yeah, I did. I felt, I felt it right in my, in the middle of my forehead
11: and in my stomach. Uh, ooh. Oh, man, a poo! I'm, jo- I'm joking. I'm joking. Well, you, you,
2: you <laughs> never know. You never know.
11: You never well, know. Well, Callum, yeah. you certainly give us a lot, given us a lot to think
2: about. All right, thanks, Ian. Always a pleasure to talk you. to you, mate. I love you too, buddy.
13: If you can say it, I'll give you,
2: um, uh, yeah, um, yes, Kyle. Oh, there you what are. are. You yes, doing you okay? Yes, that my desk has been fixed, and I keep forgetting. I've become lazy and bloated over the weekend, Carl, and I keep forgetting my desk has been fixed. After some idiot poured tea down it, what kind of idiot would do that? Rubbing for everybody. So I sit here you- and I say yes to people, and they're not talking, and I'm getting furious. And it turns out it's my fault because I've not b- b- put the fader up.
8: Oh, was it you that messed
2: it up? Let's not discuss that on air. Okay. What have you got for us, Carl?
8: Uh, I've got a question about Brexit. I was hoping to speak to, uh oh, To no. angels actually. But...
2: It, it's... It, it's... It's so... It's so boring. And I, ma- I made the mistake, right? i have making a joke-ish on Twitter today, right? I said, on June the 24th, whether we vote to stay in or we vote to leave, surely Nigel Farage will be surplus to requirements,
9: right? Hmm.
2: Well, some people got the joke. Yeah. Well, no, actually, Ian, he, he won't, because he represents what 45% of the country think. Sorry? What? And then I had someone who had a, was 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 particularly strongly if, in, in favour of one, I, either in or out, going, I like your show, Ian, but um, you're out of order on this. I went, what? You're out of order on this. And then I had a cabbie saying, why do you lefties think that everyone on the right is a bigot? I said, I didn't say... I didn't say that! So the lesson is don't make jokes on Twitter.
8: No, because people misconstrue them. People misconstrue
2: them, man.
8: Hey, I wrote the third chapter of my book today. How did that go? I thought, hang on, I thought you'd done three already.
2: No, I'd done two and I'd done chapter three today. I wrote, uh, I started it yesterday, wrote it in two days. If I can do a chapter in two days, this book is going to get sorted. I wrote a chapter, half a chapter yesterday, then I got the train into London this morning and wrote a little bit, then I got the train back and I, um, finished it. I finished chapter three. Boom. And I made myself laugh because I swore about Eddie Large.
8: Wait, wait, which book is this? Because you have three on the go, don't you? Well, yes, I do.
2: This oh. is, this is the book. Oh, I don't want to go into too much detail. It's not an autobiography. Well, it it's kind of an autobiography, but without any of the boring bits that you get in autobiographies. Right. It's just you get straight into the meat and it's meat, 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 meat all the way through. It's not even a roller coaster of a ride. The, the the if this were a roller coaster, it would start up really high and just get even higher.
8: Do you finish every chapter with Needless to say, I have the last laugh?
2: Um it, it's some chapters end like that and some end with uh, I made my excuses and left. Oh that's quite polite. And oh, one like chapter's that. going to end, I don't know which one yet, but um I handed my dossier into the police. <laughs> they, don't, they don't do that anymore, do they? You don't get but In the 70s and 80s, right, the Sunday newspapers were always reporters going to see prostitutes. Do you remember this? They were always reporters going to see prostitutes. When the time came for um sex, I made my excuses and left. I handed my dossier into the police. What the fuck? Jeez, that was the whole... That was the 70s and the 80s. You don't get good reporting like that anymore. Instead, what you get is, Danny Baker distances himself from Top Gear Flop. What happened was, this is an actual story in The Sun, right? The other day, Danny. it's been rumoured that Danny Baker's writing Top Gear, and he's not. He's working on it, but he's not writing it. And he tweeted, just to clarify, I'm not writing Top Gear, but I'm an advisor to it, or something like that, right? And Mm. someone posted, oh, well done, Dan, but um, distancing yourself from the the car crash. Some people just like that, right? The Sun got a story out of that. Danny Baker... Rumoured to be being paid fifteen hundred pounds a day. You won't be on that. Distances himself from Top Gear flop. Eh, no, he hasn't. What the hell are you talking about, you lazy charlatans? You're the you're the same journo's that said I'd created a, a, a racism for Rory. It's like, how can you get a newspaper story out of three tweets? I do not get it, and it's the thing. I hope. Right? That that's what kills newspapers. I hope newspapers die because they're too lazy to go and investigate real stories. Instead they've got kids reading Twitter and going, I think I've got a story. There's three slightly miffed people. That and um the Daily I the Daily Mail in Ireland um, when, um, some family got killed in a car crash. Did you hear about this? Some family got killed in a car crash, and some woman went round to the mother of the people that had been killed, with her kids, and said, Oh, I'm a am cons- a mum. You must feel terrible. Can I come in and make you a cup of tea? And she did, and it turned out she was a reporter for the Daily Mail in Ireland. Scumbags. Scumbags, the lot of them. Them and the people that get newspaper stories off of Twitter, you're all scumbags i tell you a good story in the papers, though, actually. Let me, um... This is a brilliant story, right? Kids these days, they don't know they're born. There's a memory drug. Have you heard this, Kyle? No. There's a memory drug. There's a memory drug uh, that kids take... Higher grades... Now, yes, this drug can kill, so I'm not advocating the use of it, but... Higher grades... Oh, higher, is in... Higher, higher, Bruce Forsyth reference. No, it's hmm. drugs. Drug reference. Um, students snort deadly memory drug for exams. Uh, a a danger drug that exam students claim boosts memory is sweeping university. uh, Undergraduates undergraduate snort the banned brain booster called Nupept, like cocaine, or gulp it in capsules, like food. One who admitted taking it told The Sun yesterday, It's all over the country, in London at UCL. At Bath, Bristol, Newcastle, and then they just list loads of different parts of the country. Okay. The 22 year old sociology student called Mike from Leamington Spa, Warwickshire said, It's definitely helped my exams. Universities are aware of it. Quite a few have considered drug testing before exams. Fellow user John21, a third year film and literature student from Newport, South Wales says, It helped me work harder and with more creativity.
8: So, uh, I'm uh, a bit baffled by where your accent was from then. Was that a generic sort of student yeah. accent? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That, that, that's what happened. That's, that's the accent of a new pepta. If you're oh, a new pepta, this is the name of the drug, new pep. You've forgotten already. You need oh. this drug. I would never advocate the use of drugs, but you need this drug. Oh. Obviously, obviously oh. you don't. It's illegal. But you need this drug. New pept. Better than old pept. Better than no pept. New Pep. You, Did you remember can you to take it? some? Don't know. Then you need New the memory
8: drum. Can you get, it from, can you get it from America?
2: Get it from the dark web, don't you? Same place that that uh, paedophile hung out in the dark web.
4: Dark web. Is that is that a thing? Is that a thing?
2: The dark web. Yeah. 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 I've been. I've, I can go on the dark web now. I've got the. I've got the browser to go on the dark web. You need I a browser. W- I,
8: wouldn't, I wouldn't do that at work, Ian.
2: No, it's on my. It's on my laptop. Don't matter. Hmm. Got loads of stuff on there I don't want people to see. So, you know, me going on the, uh, the dark web. The dark web is a thing, right? But I don't understand it. Um, I'm about to sound like the BBC talking about, um, something they don't understand, uh, because I'm an idiot and they're idiots, right? So I've been on the dark web. You need a special browser. So I've downloaded a thing called Tor, right? The onion. It's called The Ooh. Onion Ring. And this is a, a Victoria Derbyshire, when she was still on the BBC, they did a whole episode. They did two episodes that blew my mind. One, where they went live on the dark web, and two, um, where she watched a man snap a mouse's
8: neck. Oh. Well,
2: ah. you're, you're about to snap what a mouse's neck. Away you go.
8: I uh, know. I do remember ah. on uh, the BBC a couple of years back, they uh, showed a news report when they were talking about the rise of crystal meth. Yeah. And they said it's quite easy to manufacture using things you find in any sort of household kitchen. Yeah. But they never told you what the ingredients were. Well, that's so outrageous. Go, I'll probably give that a go. i probably that, give is, it a go.
7: that is
2: outrageous. And that's why, um, 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 uh, um, I want to say Jamie Vardy, but I don't mean him. I mean the cook. Well, Peter Cook. Yeah, that's, that's why Peter Cook needs to do another cookery programme. Pucker. Is he not dead now? Don't matter. Have you not seen oh. the advert with. Could I get. Oh, I've got. Hang on. I'll blow my nose because I've lost my handkerchief and I've got really. I'm a little bit bunged up. <sighs> Have you not seen the. Um. Um. Uh, why does it say Oliver on my screen? What's Oliver got to do with uh, anything these days? Oh, Jamie Oliver. Thank you. Yes. See, my. Ma- I need new. Nu- I need new pept. Better than old pept. Better than no pept at all. Better than Pepto-Bismol. I. Um. Oh, wait! forgot what I was going to say now, Kyle. Sorry. Oh, yeah, have you not to... seen the advert with oh. Bruce Lee in? No. Oh, mate, go and Google it. It's on YouTube, right? Or Bing mm-hmm. It or Ask Jeeves. Uh, Bruce Lee doing an advert. I think it's for, for whiskey. But, like, Bruce Lee died about 35 years before they did the advert. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant.
8: Well, they just dug him up to do the advert? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. No, the thing I was going to ask about... Well, I was going to ask Angelos, but presumably, I don't know, I guess you can answer. You're quite a well-read man. Very well-read. Right. Right. So me and you, I think we're a particular vintage. But do you remember in the 80s, there was a lot of things about the Butter Mountain and the Wine Mountain and the Wine Lake. What's happened to all that?
2: Well, you know 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 the Butter Mountain. You know why we had a Butter Mountain? No. Because all those um, diet people... And health people and margarine people that were making dollar out of Hmm. us dying, uh, dieting, said that butter was bad for us. Oh, okay. And butter's not bad for us. Butter's all right for us. Margarine's bad for us. You know margarine has got plastic in
8: Oh yeah, no, but there we nice go. One. You see. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. hang
2: on. We're told that um, butter, which you don't really, you can't really get that much money for, is bad for us. But this new thing with plastic in, so that it spreads easier. Oh yeah, that's all right. Go on. Oh, and it costs a fortune. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll pay for that. We got sucked in, mate. We got sucked in, Kyle. Completely. John, Ryan, stay there. I'll come to you in a second. Jim's up first. Evening, Jim. Hello, Ian. How are hip, you? hip, 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 hip! Hooray! Um, oh, I'm sorry. Hang on. H- hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Um, oh, I got. Hang on. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on <clears throat> a minute. Let us try again.
14: Go on. Do it. Hip, hip, hip!
9: Hooray! No.
14: No.
8: No. What? What? What must I supposed to say? <sighs>
2: Hang on a minute, let's find, let's find, let's do this properly. Let's do
8: this, let's, let's, okay, right, so
2: what does Prince Charles say? Hello.
14: Hip, hip, Prince hip. Charles. hip, hip, hip. Hooray? Hip, hip, hip. Hop? Hip, Heed hip, hip. Hop? Hip, hip, hip.
2: rock? Right. He says... Hip, hip, hip. I say hip, hip, hip. You say... Hooray? No, hang on a minute.
14: I don't know. No, I'm okay. i sorry. Have you listened to the show before, Jim? Yeah, uh, well, I've listened to your old shows. We, we spoke the other night about Radiant silver Gun. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you were drunk. Uh, oh, incredibly! This yeah. is
2: the fella who phoned at well, what no, it Was <laughs> it Thursday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night? So it, was, it was a Thursday night. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. steaming! It was a what wonderful a... <laughs> call. I'm so sorry, and you yeah. sent me either an email or a tweet <laughs> over the weekend, basically uh, apologising. No need
14: to apologise. Uh, you were delightful. I, I, Oh well, I don't. I don't fully remember it. No, um, God, I, I knew you wouldn't. That was partly why I was so joyous. It was the first time i would ever been on a radio show, and um, I'd the, that day. I'd uh, well, two days before that, I'd moved into a house that yeah. I'd bought. Uh, like the second house I've ever bought, but um, since me and my wife split up, there's me and two uh, children. Oh we, man, I'm we sorry to hear that. Finally bought a house. No, it's alright. Uh, and me and two little girls, two and four, they're awesome. And we just bought a house, and that was my night off. <laughs> so they'd gone to grandma's, and the the bank had actually sent me a, a hamper of wine <laughs> to say congratulations. And you kind um, it all so I, Oh, my God. Did I care at all? Good for you, man. Good for you. Well done. No, I don't know whether that is good. But, um, yeah, suddenly I started listening to you, and then I decided, oh, it's a good idea to... It, surely my opinion's more important than anyone else's. So uh, I phoned up, and then uh, I didn't realise it takes a long time to get on the radio. So by the time I'd called, I was sloshed. And then I spoke later on. And when you've, when you the second time I was put on, I'd been asleep. <laughs> Yes. And so I, I picked up the phone and someone said, Jim, you're on. Yeah. And I was, I, I, I thought, why is Ian Lee phoning me up? Yeah. And I was going, oh, uh, um, so I started telling you a story that I was making up about. Um, I don't even know. I don't know. I've listened no, to it. No,
2: I don't know what you were talking about, but it was it was wonderful. Yeah. We get, yeah, uh, we okay. get, I don't, normally I find drunk people quite boring, but I found you, uh, I thought you hilarious. Oh, um, and,
14: and we, we, we had um, a couple of. Um, um, yeah, but I remembered the banter from earlier. I thought. I remember thinking, oh, we had fun about computer games. So I started mentioning rare computer games, Radiant Silvergun and other things like that. And, uh, yeah, uh, uh, many apologies for it. Uh, I've been listening to you tonight, though, and uh, a few things.
9: Yeah.
14: One, Brexit. It doesn't matter. That's what I think. If, If it mattered, they wouldn't let us make that decision. You know what? That's an interesting point you make. Right, wouldn't do it because. And so, one of my friends said to me, "Oh, but Rupert Murdoch will rule the world." And I said, "No, he won't. He'll rule England, but the Vanderberg group will still ruin, rule Europe." Hang on, do you mean the Bilderberg would, group? Uh, sorry, I do mean the Bilderberg there we go. group. We go. Would still uh, rule Europe, and they would in turn rule us. So it doesn't make any difference. Yeah, it, it, it would be horrible if, if Rupert Murdoch ruled England, but it kind of does, mate. No more horrible than them, really, England,
2: so... I I honestly, you know, I don't, I just don't, I don't care. Whatever happens, Friday the 24th will come round, we'll wake up and go, all right, that lot won. Brilliant, all right, fine, yeah, great. Can I, do I still go to work, yeah? Do I still get to see the kids? Beautiful. can, Can I still eat? (laughs) Fantastic, (laughs) beautiful, you carry on you carry on, all you suits all you Boris Johnsons and you David Camerons, (laughs) you carry on playing your little game, I'm going to get on with leading my life
14: Indeed, yeah, makes no difference Um, Another one that you spoke about earlier is I don't believe in ghosts I think that people I read something online about some woman who lives near here on one of the local groups Mm. who hosts um, ghost oh. seances, and she said, "On one of them, I held the hand of a ghost child." Oh, and I thought, "Oh no, you didn't." And, and I think anyone who believes in that is mentally ill. To a certain one of extent.
2: my, do you have, most, did you ever most, watch um, uh, Most Haunted with um, um, Well the Scouse oh God, fella? What was his I've name?
14: That. I've got a story about that. Again. What was the I Scouse? What was Derek Akora? that was it. And uh, uh, someone bought, because I thought it was really funny when he got possessed by a monkey. I
2: got that, I got that. Just be careful. I'm so I got sorry. That. That's right, I got it. Be careful.
14: Uh, I was so amused by him being possessed by a monkey that I told loads of people about. and so now I'll watch this thing. And someone bought me tickets to go and see him. And uh, I went with my ex-girlfriend and we went to go and watch Derek Akora. And when he was... In a crowd full of people, he, he came up to He said, "Right, whose son's been murdered?" Oh yeah, yeah, nice one, Derek. Someone, no, hang on. And someone said, "My son." And he said, "He said they've got the wrong man." No, he said, uh, they haven't they ever caught him, have they? And, and she said, yeah, no, he's in jail. And he said, no, they've got the wrong man. That is genius. That oh, is like, we're Lim- yeah. we're,
2: we're, we're, there's a Scottish comedian coming on, right, a guy called Limmy, and um, he's, oh, he's... I know,
14: I know Brian Limond. Yeah, yeah. I, I that's one of the things I was going to talk to you about. He's, he's coming, on, coming on, he's
2: coming on. We've been emailing each other today, and he's going to come on in the next couple of weeks, right? I can't
14: believe he's going to come on because he's a genius. He's, he's brilliant. He's really have funny. you seen, he he does like a psychic seen character. He's ever done. Uh, yeah, he
2: does. Yeah, br- and um, he does, he Brad does. Can I just say is, um, that, is she's that your husband in, with you? She's
6: covered yeah. in, uh, yeah. uh, Longlegs.
2: Yeah. Is that your husband <laughs> with you? Yeah, he's cheating on you. He's cheating on you. He's, yeah. he's, he likes to put it about a bit. Okay, Did, thank you. What
14: was that one thing she was afraid of? Uh, ag- she was agoraphobic. Yeah, they've made her go out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, he's coming on, he does. About- <laughs> yeah, Listen, Jim, I've got to move on, because I've
14: got loads of calls.
2: Thank you very much indeed. I'm reminded, and I've never seen all of this, right? The, the the Derek Accor thing I was was thinking of was... Derek Okora, they had um... Uri Geller on the show. Right? And both of them... Well, I've met Uri, he's a nice guy, but... Bent a spoon for me. Chucked it away, which is a uh, regret. But they were both trying to outdo each other... In the bullshine stakes. So they were in like a basement. And Derek is going... Well uh, yeah, there's a young girl, and she was murdered down here, and he goes, oh, yes, yes, I can see her, she is, she is crawling on the floor, she has had her throat slit, and Derek's going, yeah, there's blood everywhere, oh, it's bloody horrible, and she's, uh, she's had her head. they've shaved all her hair off, yes, and she is, her legs are broken, he just thinking flipping at you two. There's a brilliant episode. I don't know what this bit is, so let's let's see. There's a brilliant episode of Most Haunted with girls allowed on. It's wonderful. I'm just going to play a clip. Let's keep our fingers crossed. It's clean. I've got I've got another dump left.
10: Well, I want
2: to stop. <laughs> stop it there. That, that's Cheryl Cole, and she's not even crapping us guys. Something just touched her arm, but it, we didn't see anything.
7: Yes, John. Hi Ian, how are you going? You all right? I'm all right, thank you. Good stuff. Um, did you get? Did you all uh, of that book that I was talking to you about the last time I was on the Paul the Paul Britain one, Jigsaw Man?
2: Oh, I've ordered it. It's arrived. I've not had a chance to read it. I've got a big big pile of books. That I'm going to get. I need oh, to get through first. But yeah, I've got it. It's at home. I know exactly. It's one of the few books I know exactly where it is. I was looking for my Will Store versus the Supernatural tonight, which I bought years ago. I can't find it. I must have chucked it out or lent it. So I bought it on Amazon for a penny.
7: Well, we're, we're Supernatural, Spooky, it could have gone somewhere. Yeah, it's, it could have
2: gone somewhere. You know, the, those books aren't really a penny, because you've got to pay £2.80 postage, is it? Yeah, you've got the postage,
7: isn't it?
2: It don't it's cost dope. £2.80 to post a small no. paperback like
7: that. That's
2: ridiculous. It's a con, mate. It's, it's a con, exactly, And yeah. there's one company, yeah. right? Um, Zover Stocks, where I buy lots of CDs from. Because you can get loads of CDs, you can get CDs literally for a penny, right? And the postage, I think, yeah. is £1.65, which I think is all right. But if you then order... Ten CDs from them. Yeah. You can't do multiple package. You've got to pay £1.65 well, ten times. No, that's, that's a racket. That it's seems a bit it, off to me. is not it? yeah and you can't there's no way of contacting them to say look i'm buying 10 cds obviously it'll be more than one pound 65 but it'll be less than 16 pounds 50. C- yeah, can you put in them bottle. in one in one <laughs> in one big jiffy bag and just let me it don't matter if they up a bit battered as long as they play i don't really care uh, could yeah. you just let me know would well, that be a fiver no that's where
7: the money is That's what they've got. Here. It's, it's where the money is man
2: and on ebay yeah. Now you can't make up your own postage on eBay. They tell you what the postage will be when yeah. you're selling something, and you're going. But
7: I'm never. This is this is really heavy, and you've got to go with their stupid postage system. I hate the I, internet. That 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 winds me up. eBay things. Like, how do you know how much it's going to cost? I don't yeah. know how much it weighs. You haven't it's got a clue. Ridiculous. You haven't got a clue. It's but, it's eBay. Like it's like an estimated electricity bill. You can't just guess it, can you?
2: Oh, the well, we've had we've had severely underestimated electricity and gas bills for the last four or five months, right? Which is great. means I'm quids in. It also means, at some point,
7: I'm going to get a massive bill. They're going to sting you. They are going to sting me. Yeah. And they're they're not as quick... They're not as... um, They'll get you quicker than when they owe you money.
3: Oh, yes, they will, my friend. Oh, yes,
11: they will, John. Yeah. Um, Yes. I was
7: just... Yeah, sorry, I was going to go off on another big rant there, but um, the other thing, a couple of things I was saying about. Uh, you know, Callum a couple, of, call, call a couple of calls ago.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got warlock yeah. blood, and uh,
7: he speaks yeah. to his dead grand. Well, yep. Well, I was thinking, is he a warlock or a wizard from the game you were playing on Friday night? He was not in. Uh, I, I he wasn't he, part of that game. No, but I, was, I wonder if he lives in that world in real life. I've got a feeling he might
2: be a little bit closer to that realm than you and you or <laughs> I John yeah, that's
7: what I'm thinking.
2: I wish um, I wish I were um but unfortunately my sometimes
7: feet... it'd be nice to be there, wouldn't it oh uh, all
2: the time I'm real li- here's the thing, kids right now you're back at school right real life sucks it sucks oh 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 Ooh, oh 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 I've not told you where I might be going. But I can't, I'm not going to say it on the air, because it's, I, I got a phone call from my agent today, right, who um, said, are you freeing for ten days in a certain month? I went, yeah. He went, would you fancy going to this place in a foreign country? I went, Yeah. You're right all right well the company and the, the, they're keen on you they, they say the company's keen on you what well, that means is you won't get it richard bacon'll get it but still there's a there's a very there's there's there's, there's a chance john there's a chance yeah. i might be going to a foreign country and if we can work out a way, i might even be doing the show from that foreign country sorry cathy you can't come Ooh. oh I can oh. blow ed you can come yeah of course you can man. <laughs> yeah. yeah it is a blow, and that's interesting because that's what might be happening to me in that foreign oh, country you... <laughs> no, I don't, like
9: <laughs> I don't mean it like that I don't mean like that i don't mean
7: um did we get to did we uh get to your point? what I was going to say was i've got um it was uh, leading on from the Howard thing from the beginning of the show oh, he's good is believe... he Hughes he is really good yeah uh I don't believe in the bullshine no. um. But when I was a kid, crazy kid, we did a a, a board. Yeah. Um, won't go into the whole story about that thing, but we did, we did thing. And like I said, I didn't believe in it. Walked off from the day, went back home, went to bed. Um, and got, I, I sort of woke up in the middle of the night thinking something odd is happening. Yeah. Um, and I got the biggest shock of my life. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a big white thing on my door Ooh. in the shape of a body. Oh, yeah. Um, I did the biggest death poo in the world hang on you can't do a de- you, you can't do a death poo if you die I, well I thought I did <laughs> that's the thing wow scream the, ha- scream the house down blue yeah. murder everyone all the lights come up everyone scre- runs into my bedroom what's wrong what's wrong I was like there's something there. there's something on the de- there's something hanging in my room turned out while I was asleep um, I was doing a judo competition the next day. My mum had popped into my room and hung my judo suit up on, a, on the back door and uh, back of my door, and that's what it was. It was a white, the white suit in the shape of a body on the coat hanger that scared the living bejesus out of me. Slip
2: in, heck, John. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you're dead. Uh, I'm glad you're dead. Glad. You're, glad you're dead, John. Glad you're dead. Check your emails, Kath. She sent you an email. Of where I might be going, but I probably won't be going. It'll go to Richard Bacon, but I'd be better than him. I'm better at doing those things. I'm cheaper than him. I wouldn't want much money. I'd do it for poos and giggles. Doing it for poos and giggles. Yes, Ryan hello hello ryan hip 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 okay good
6: work yes we're up to um, standard i know you like playing games and you've been enjoying rainbow six siege
15: recently
2: yeah uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah rainbow something. Six. Oh, yeah. i was
6: playing rainbow six
2: and then yeah. i kept getting killed by these lads and they kept <laughs> my name on um right this kid's right my name on xbox is michael nesmith right one of the monkeys right and these guys shot me straight as soon as I. Hey, what did you shoot me for? They went because your name's Michael Nesmith. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what? They they hate the monkeys that much. They went, you like Nesquick? <laughs> what? So I started having to go at them, and they started effing and jeffing, right, get really sweary. And then it was hilarious, right? So one of them, was, one of them was swearing at me, you effing see, all this, right? And then you could hear something in the background. He went, Mum, I'll be dead. One more game. Oh, Mum! Boom! I destroyed him. I destroyed him! All the, all the ones. You know why your mum's so big? It's because every time she pleasures me, I give her a biscuit. Uh, all all of that stuff. I mean, he was probably about 14 years old. But boy, oh boy, 14-year-old. No, of course, he was obviously 17 years old. But boy, oh boy, uh, young men, don't mess with me! Because I'll say rude things about your mothers.
6: Oh, anyway, go um, on. Yes, uh, you were talking about it on Thursday, anyway, the game, and then you made a controversial remark, if you remember. Uh-oh,
2: do I? No? Me? Um, no, never.
6: Yeah, well, you were saying that how you could play Rainbow Six Siege with your mind turned off for an hour. I'd like to remind you, the team coordinated, very difficult, you need to switch on at all times. The t- well, hang on and a minute. You shoot, and What's you so- shoot the hostage, which is ridiculous.
2: I do sometimes shoot the hostage, yes. You can't shoot the hostage. I blew the hostage up twice the other day, by accident. I, I lobbed some C4, and I set it off, but it was too close to the hostage. He went, for, I mean, toughen up, mate. And then I threw in a grenade into the, oh, they were they were escorting the hostage off, so I tried to shoot the guy, but I got the hostage by mistake. Do you know what? In a real-life situation, I would still do that. Unpredictable, well, easier, loco, loco. <laughs> if you well, act loco, God. they panic. They can't, they're thinking he's not playing by society's rules. This guy is insane. Let's get out of here. Save yeah, my this own. I not got a hostage
6: anymore. What has he got? What's he doing? What's his plan? They'd be like, whoa. Well, why, why,
2: why are we questioning the hostage in Rainbow Six? We've got him tied up on his knees with a gag in his mouth. Take the gag off. Let's question him before the other people come. <laughs> then kill the
6: him. Out of here, quietly. Easy. Like, come on. So difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Um,. Also, since we've had vague talkings, I guess, I just, uh, what is your favourite conspiracy, if you have one? I assume you do.
2: Um, well, if I believe in them, then <laughs> they're not conspiracies.
6: No, no, just like, what is your favourite thing you've come across?
2: Alright, well, Diana was murdered. <laughs> <laughs> that, but that, but but we know well, that though, that's don't not we? Conspiracy, yeah, that's not a conspiracy. That's not a conspiracy. That's like fact. It's a conspiracy yeah, yeah. to say that she was um she was it was an, it was just a drunk drive um, Henry uh, Paul, Paul Henry. No, Paul Henry played um um Miss Diane. Um what was his name? What was Paul Henry. What was his, his his um I have no idea. Noddy. He <laughs> was the English Mike Nesmith. He wore a green woolly hat oh. in crossroads. Benny. Benny. Paul Henry was Benny. That's who Paul Henry was, and I think Paul Henry murdered uh, Lady Di, the Queen Paul's of Hearts. One, Paul Henry.
6: Um, I don't know. Why? What's yours? Um, ooh, it's, oh, it's there was one that Paul Walker faked his death. That's interesting. Who? Paul Walker, the uh, <laughs> I drove here two office, the uh, Fast and Furious actor. You know, he died a few years ago. I do uh, no, Right. Okay. But there's just a conspiracy that he's still alive, and for some reason would fake this.
2: No, none of these people. All these oh, they fake. We listen. I've lived. I've lived through better faking their death conspiracies <laughs> yeah. than that, mate. I've lived through Bruce <laughs> Lee faking his death, Elvis faking his death, Jimmy Dean faking. No, mate, they're, they're, dead. Oh. they're dead. They're all dead. They're all dead. They're all dead. They're
3: all deed. They're deed.
2: <laughs> they're deed. Oh, right. Hey, they deed. All of them. Elvis, James Dean, the fella you're banging on about, um, Tony Hadley, they're oh, all God. deed. Of um, <laughs> not Tony Hadley. Sorry, not Tony Hadley. So, though, no,
6: that's inappropriate. Paul McCartney, Paul is dead.
2: Paul McCartney's dead. Yeah, that's my favourite. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Paul is dead. Paul died in 1967, I think it was, in a car crash yes. and was yes. replaced by a Scottish actor called James <laughs> Somebody. Yeah, I, I do like the
6: Paul is dead rumours, actually. This, uh, Stanley Kubrick helped fix the moon landings as well.
2: Yeah, though no, that one I don't like. Right, I've got to move on because I've got loads of calls. Thank you, mate. Jonathan's on the line. Yes, Jonathan. Hi,
12: Ian. Um, hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip.
2: Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir.
12: Okay, I've got uh, two points. Um, now, here's so the thing: you... we
2: met. We met tonight. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realise that we've met before. I mean, I realised it when I saw you.
12: I was wondering if you recognised me because you you must see loads of people. So.
2: Well, as, as you know, I, have, I suffer from a very debilitating disease of facial dyslexia, which means I don't recognise people's faces, something that Catherine, my producer, finds absolutely hilarious every time I mention <laughs> it. Yeah, I'm yay close to getting a blue badge and funding for research into this, what can be a very traumatic condition. It's like I saw a guy today, right, who I worked with about a year ago, and he's a really distinctive-looking bloke, really nice bloke, bloke called Jonathan, another Jonathan, actually.
5: Oh, that's and
2: I was looking at, I was walking down the street after I left the Leska. i was looking at going, I, th- I think I know that guy. And I decided to take a punt. I went, all right. He went, hello. And I went. I know you, don't I? And actually, I said It's the first time I came out. Like, it's like coming out as a gay man to your, your Victorian parents. I came out. And I went, I know you. She's me saying, I have facial dyslexia, and I don't mind who knows. And he went, yeah. And I'd I paid him to edit a film for me. I'd paid him to edit a film for me, which I've yet to finish. And, um... Uh, uh, And uh, and that was that. But then I saw you, and uh, you phoned the show a few times, and that's great. And I saw you, and I recognised you. It's like, oh, I know this guy. I've got to be honest, I haven't got a clue where we've met. I've got <laughs> facial dyslexia.
12: From a horrible dream. No, it was um, Cheer Up Sunday on another radio that you did. Um, I just moved to Cambridge, and I, I wanted to get new phones, basically, because I didn't know anyone. So yeah. I decided to phone the radio station you're on at the time.
2: That was, uh, I'm assuming that was Absolute, was it? Yep. Right, and I did a thing called Cheer Up Sunday.
12: Yeah, um, well, I, I did it, you helped me organise it, and someone did oh! something.
2: Yes! 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 This guy's a genius, Catherine! Listen, tell everyone about your Cheer Up Sunday.
12: I wouldn't say I was a genius. Well, as I said, I, I just moved to a new a new town, I didn't know anyone, so I thought I'd phone up and, uh... I just asked if any other listeners who are in the area fancied sort of meeting up. We were just on a bench. Uh, It was nothing dodgy. We were just, uh, we just sat and met up. It was just a really good time, actually.
2: He said, said, I'm going to be at a bench at a certain time on a Sunday. If you want to come and have a chat, that would be brilliant. And people went and had a chat. Yeah, it was really nice. Did Um, I make up that you got some snogs out of that?
12: uh, You might have done, but I didn't. (laughs)
2: <laughs> okay, okay, I made that fact up then, that fact up, okay, but I'm going to keep, if you don't mind, f- f- every time I retell that story, it's going to it's going to advance more and more.
12: Brilliant, until it just becomes something completely untrue. There we go. So, on a kind of oh. single track, they were just funny the whole way through, or a bit sad or serious, so this was... Like your shows, kind of like in in all directions. I just dumped you. Tired.
2: I just dumped you by mistake. Sorry, we just oh. cut 70. He didn't say anything rude. I just, I'm I'm really tired and I'm fumbly tonight, and so I accidentally hit the dump button. So sorry. Um, I did not enjoy this. Is for the, the this is the uh, the the Richard Herring Leicester Square Theatre podcast that we recorded tonight. I didn't enjoy it. Hated it. Absolutely hated it. He was nice. I liked him, uh, but I found it very very uncomfortable. Was
12: it the pressure of it, or was it just?
2: Um, I didn't... I, I found him... I find him, Richard Herring, in, uh, hilarious, but really intimidating. I find him intimidating. And that's my fault. That's not him. That's coming from me. Yeah. And, um, I found a lot of pressure on me to try and be funny... And quite early on, the la- I, I stopped getting laughs. I didn't get a lot of laughs. I got some, ended on a big laugh, guys, big laugh. But, and I got a spontaneous round of applause because of my, yeah. um, my support of the uh, LGBT community.
12: I um, was definitely on your side, I think, even if they weren't... It wasn't the kind of... Because there's no point having a show side. that's last all the way through. It was just something that I think people enjoyed, really, which was is a good thing.
2: Well, I don't know. I didn't... Did you stay for the second one, with Tony Law?
12: Uh, If I'm honest, I bailed. I I only couldn't see
2: (laughs) you. Listen, that's that's absolutely fine. Um, Well, thank you for coming, Jonathan. I I appreciate it, and I hope you enjoyed it.
12: Thank you very much. Uh, Just one more point about uh, bullshitting, basically. Yeah. Uh, The thing I found hardest is when people you trust, like your family, suddenly say that they believe in it, or they've had a fiancé and they've met one of your dead relatives or something. It's so hard to turn around and say... Yeah, but it's rubbish, because these are people that normally would be totally fine, and then just suddenly they just come up
2: with that. Yeah, I know what you mean. I had the same thing, and I'm going to say this because we can speak as friends here. I have the same fr- thing when a friend, it doesn't happen very often, tells me that they are um, uh, Christian. Part of me goes, oh. And I don't know why, because it's, you know, I'm not I'm not anti-religion at all, and I feel like I have to keep stressing this after the, 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 the nine months I've had. Not anti-religion at all. Part of me goes, oh, you believe in that. Uh, do you know, I, I, and it, I, I kind of, to me, I equate that with um, with ghosts and, um, you know, conspiracy theories and stuff like that. And just a little bit, and that's my that's my own prejudice.
12: I uh, totally get what you mean. It's, it's a belief system, almost. And yeah. if you don't share that belief system, it's kind of hard to engage with it. But that doesn't mean it's it's exactly. bad or wrong. It just means it's hard to say yes. I don't agree, basically. It's
2: like it's like when I used to, thank you, Jonathan, it's like when I used to find out my, my uh, when you're a teenager and you go out and one of your friends starts smoking for the first time, you're going, oh, no... You're one of them. Talk Radio. Okay, last hour of the show. Keith and Manny, you're queued up, ready to go. Stay there, don't go nowhere. No one else call in for, I'm going to say, for about ten minutes or so, because we will uh, take calls straight to air for the last hour of uh, the show. This is Ian Lee, this is Talk Radio, this is the news.
3: Late night, Ian Lee
2: on Talk Radio.
0: We have ways of making you talk.
2: Hang a second, hang on a second, I've not decided what I'm gonna play. Hang on. Hang on. Oh yeah, let's play this. The is still up and running. I can't see any messages, so part of me thinks... Oh, maybe it's crashed. Part of me thinks... Ah, well. Part of me thinks I should say hello to Manny. Yes, Manny!
4: Oh, hang
0: on. Oh, hang on, Manny. Um,
2: there we go. Hello, Manny. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. How are you doing, Ian? Hip, hip, hip. It's the sound of the police. Hip, hip, hip. hip. It's the sound of the police.
16: <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man, the life. How
2: you doing? Yeah, good, thanks, have
16: you had a good
2: man. Week- have you had a good weekend. Um, what did I do this weekend? I don't remember. No. Oh, well, that, mind. let me think. No, let, me, no, 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 no. Let me think. Saturday, I had the children. Oh, Saturday, we went out for our, um, oh, what did we Into do? The Hang in a minute. You're on the daytime, oh, the daytime t- day we went and saw my mum, but she got on my nerves, so we didn't stay very long. And that's what she did, she irritated me. She's she's back home now. She just, we, she's oh, got, God. I just got, straight away I got in there and she's whinging. And I thought, ah, oh, do you know what? I can't be bothered. I can't be bothered. So we, we stayed for an hour and then we, uh, hasn't it gone funny now that, that mic's open? You see, it sounds too. Yeah. Um, so, um, we tried that mic. it We're going to try different mics because okay. that one sounds pony. Get rid of that. Now open that one. Open that yeah. one. There we go. That sounds better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go on that one. Um, so we went and played in the park for a bit and then we went home and we watched a bit of telly and then we went on our bat. And owl walk, but we didn't see any bats or owls. But we had a fantastically, we sort we had a marvelous, marvelous time. That's good. That's the main thing. Um, and Sunday, I slept
1: all day. Got up for a couple of hours and went back to bed. Uh, uh, anyway, I'll
16: ring you up about the um, death dump. Oh yeah. My wife, she, she's a nurse, and she used to tell, when she first started, she used to tell me that, you know, when somebody dies, they do a poo and weed themselves, yep. and some even die with their ma- mouth open, don't
2: they? Some die with their mouths open. Apparently, it's quite yeah. common to die with a massive erection
16: as well. well I wonder about that, she not tell me about I'll ask her tomorrow. Well, it happens... They have to clean them up, don't they, when, when they've done all the business, they have to clean them up and then put a tag on their <sighs> toe. Yeah. And, Talk to uh, Kath, because I'm
2: just
17: setting up the cabinet. No, I'm listening. Talk this is Kat. all very, this is, I mean, some charming pictures being painted. And all
16: right, Kat, how you doing, Bab?
17: I'm all right, thank yeah, you. Yeah, how I'm are you, Manny,
16: Manny? I'm very good, very good. And, um,
17: Go on, continue with you? this. So they put the, clean them up in various yeah, put, ways, yeah, and then
16: put got a tag the t- on. T- on a towel or something, like, you know, just like an d- I- ID thing, so they don't get it mixed up. Oh, uh, you don't want yeah, that. Get a black that bag they get mixed and, up quite um, a lot.
2: The dead Anyways, it get
16: mixed up quite a bit. Mm. That's quite common. It, it's been six months today.
17: Since?
16: Since I haven't had a drink. Hey! hey. hey. Oh, how are you no feeling? Mr. No, no Mr. Jameson's, no beer, no nothing.
17: And how are you feeling on it?
16: Bored. Well, <laughs> craving today. I don't What's know, so? every, every time on the 6th, every month. I, I think it just gets to me and I'm feeling a bit depressed you now. I felt like a drink, but I... I Did I you start
2: a... drinking more when you went blind?
16: No, because I used to have a dirty job in a foundry. We used to drink all the time. In an iron foundry, it all dirt and soot. Well, I used to have a good drink.
2: Well, so. yeah, well done. You've gone six months without it, man. <laughs> and you, you, you're getting... Today's done. Well, today's done. What you got to do is get your head down. Nearly. Like, yeah, it's done. It's Beautiful. Done, Done. Very anyway, you and Kath do brilliant show. I'm going to cut you off now because I, I don't know. cast doesn't need compliments.
17: Well, I was going to say it's mostly um, me,
2: <laughs> um, Keith.
15: Hip 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 hip, hip. hip, hip. hip. and uh, I owe you another one. Hang on, hip hip hip. Thank you very much indeed. When now we, that other one, the second one, yeah, is tell from us earlier, about the second one when we met in person in the real world in real life. Yeah, which and one, now which one were you?
2: The hairy one. Oh, oh you are you rubbing your ribs? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dirty boy, you're so a dirty boy. Uh, you know
15: it was really nice to see you it was nice and, to see you um I'm sober
2: now i say that yeah. because keith and i have previous it turns out <laughs> keith uh many years ago when i was playing with my fantastic band boomhower x there's sadly no more we play classic rock songs all translated into japanese with a horn section and um you got up and did you get up and sing with us
15: yes no but that's not the whole story is it ian well the whole story is you were steaming drunk well no even before that it was a setup wasn't it i, oh. don't,
2: rem- I don't i don't do you know what i don't remember if i'm i don't remember the specifics of it
15: so why don't let you me- fill me in let me fill you in so uh i didn't know about this but uh you put something out there and said Oh i need someone to sing jet and i was like yeah okay fine i'll do that um i i i reckon it's in my repertoire never never even heard it before um so i listened to it all week of introducing me to wings which is great yeah. uh, and you know my daughter is now a fan of wings as well which is fantastic but um the idea that you had was that you would invite um a, 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 an idiot to come and uh, jump up on stage and sing jet really badly yeah. and then you'd get a professional singer to come on oh, yeah. and sing it really well. Is that what we did? Is what happened? What Why didn't do? we
4: have our <laughs>
15: Japanese singer there? But it didn't show up.
2: Do, do you know, I'll have to speak to uh, Spence and Ben about that and find out exactly what was going on. Um, but do you
15: know what happened?
2: Yes. You got a record deal after that and made millions and millions <laughs> of pounds.
15: <laughs> if only. But uh, it, it went all right, I think. I think it went pretty well. I thought you were good. Yeah. Well, the crowd thought it was. i got two encores.
2: All right, mate, calm down. Calm down,
15: buddy. They, 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 were, they were impressed by the musicians
17: What did you sing for the encores? Same thing again?
15: Uh, one was, uh, no, uh, Day Tripper was one of them. Oh. Yeah. And the third one, I don't know, because I was too drunk. Too drunk. I drink a lot less these days, you know. Um, You know, I I, I just think it it, it sort of helps with uh, with the confidence, you know, and and, and getting up on stage and uh, humiliating yourself. But um, I'm thinking, it helps with nerves, doesn't it? Mm.
2: Drinking doesn't. No, drinking gets drinking buggers it all up. I'm I've got um, three ideas i'm having too many ideas and now now instead of procrastinating i'm now trying to work on all these ideas at once instead of focusing on one i've got three ideas for three separate i've got four ideas because i just started to hatch a little fourth idea in my head to today i've got four ideas for four different live experiences all right um and um the first one will be a follow-up to my sellout tour apart from swindon <laughs> or last year of ian lee versus radio right so there'll be one it'll be it'll be ian lee versus tv it wouldn't be called that it would but it would be that kind of thing and it would tie in with the book i'm writing right
17: which one mm-hmm.
2: the, the book, one you're actually the writing book, yes number one well I've written three chapters for. Yeah. So and the, it would be tied with that book, right, and it would it would take be a similar format and at the end I'd sell loads of books and I'd make millions of pounds, right? So that's that. And that's good that, plan. That, that's the one that's most likely to happen.
17: Apart from the million pounds.
2: Well second one is um like the talk I've been given at universities. And schools about working in radio, but with me and Kath, and to you guys could come along. But we'd make it fun, right? So that's the second one, right? It'll be a good talk. It'll be a good talk, be like, be like a lecture, but it'll be that would be a roller coaster ride of emotions. There'd be tears and there'd be laughter. So there's that. There's that, right? That's number two. Can't remember what number three is for the moment, but I'm not worried about that. And number four would be a little bit like an event I used to do many years ago called Set the Agenda, and it was like a variety night. Yes. Did you come? To, you came to that, didn't you, Keith? Yeah. Of course, did. you. Yes. And it was good. And we did it every once a month on a Sunday night in North London. And I would compare it, and we'd have like a couple of comedians, contortionist, always have a magician, one or two music acts, and that was it. And it was nice. And it was it was it was a good thing. Uh, so it would be something like that, but it wouldn't be a variety night.
17: Oh, that and so that. nothing like that. Then. So <laughs> well, very
2: very little like that. But a night. But I would be comparing it,
17: mm.
2: comparing it to what? I just don't know. I'd I'd host it. Yeah. And that's as far as I've got. How many ideas have you got for live shows, Kath? None. Oh, you, uh, you None. poo-pooed mine. And the one, okay, and the one that, that I've got for us, you're now fired from.
17: Well, that's very hurtful.
2: So, how's them apples, Keith? Do you know what? I think that's sounding pretty good. Thank you very uh, much indeed. Let's go to line... Oh, no, hang on a second. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello, you're on the air.
10: Oh, um... Hello, Uh
2: Hang on a minute, why aren't um, you... It's a school night.
10: Um... Well, I'm in hospital at the moment, so I'm in school, but, um... You're in hospital?!
2: You're not allowed to make phone calls spontaneously at <laughs> quarter past twelve in hospital, are you? Or
9: are you?
10: Well, it's quite, um, an important, uh, thing. Um, well, Keith is my dad, and, um... Oh. i was just wondering if, um, anyone could adopt me.
2: Oh, hang on, what, well, the guy we just had... Get Keith back on! I've just cut him off. That fella was your dad?
10: Yeah, um... Yeah, and I'm just wondering if anyone can adopt me, maybe.
2: Right, what did, did What did he do? Now, listen, speak honestly and openly to me. What's your name? Evie. Evie. Okay, Evie, my darling. How old are you, Evie?
10: Thirteen.
2: Okay, my darling. What did Keith do to to for you to end up in hospital?
10: Um, <laughs> he didn't do anything to have me end up in hospital. Okay, <laughs> but um. Yeah, it's his fault that I need to ask someone to adopt
2: me. What's What's been going on, Evie? Let's get to the bottom of this. Let's sort this out <laughs> once and for all.
10: Well, I think you already know this, but he's been calling into the radio and singing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's and a play- very loose interpretation and of play- singing.
2: playing the trumpet.
17: Yes.
10: Yeah.
2: And rubbing his yeah, ribs. as well. On, let's, yeah. I've got, I've got, hang on a second. If I go to, um, my, uh, files, this is your father. Hang on. There we go. Let's press button eight. Oh, you there we go. Button eight. Here we go. This is your father, Evie. Let's, let me know how this makes you feel. I'm
8: rubbing oh, my ribs. I'm rubbing 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 my ribs. I'm
15: rubbing ribs. I'm I don't I'm think I can stand any more of it.
14: That's
8: quite
15: enough. Okay,
10: it's that's
14: making
2: so it worse. That's your father. How does that make you feel?
10: <laughs> Awful. Absolutely. Um... I think he's a disgrace to the family name. Keith,
2: this is, this is, this is, um, some form of child abuse.
15: I am being undermined here. I can't believe no, that no, you no, are. No, no,
2: no, We are having what they call an intervention, <laughs> Keith. <laughs> we brought you here because we love you. This has to stop. You are torturing a 13-year-old beautiful young woman who has the, the, the future ahead of her, and you're ruining that future by being yourself.
15: Do you know what? The child is being given all of the tools to be successful, confident, and wonderful in this horrible, harsh world.
10: Which, which I am. I am all of those things. And modest too. It seems. <laughs> it seems that you're. Um, how should I put this? Um, put it bluntly. You're ruining those opportunities. <gasps> oh, that's got to hurt.
15: <laughs> she's destroying it's you. Right? Uh, do you know what? I love you so much. You are a, you are a classic. But uh, just wait till I get you home.
9: Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> well,
15: well, hang on, Keith. We
2: don't know for sure she's going home with you. <laughs> we we I've checked the rules and legally we're allowed to give her away as a competition prize. <laughs> do you
15: imagine. know what? That uh, okay. So uh, you have my permission to do that.
10: Wow. Please do.
15: Well, okay. The thing is, I mean, you know, l- 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 let's let's just be clear. She phoned in, offering herself up for adoption. Yep. yep, So, so legally, uh, legally, the ball's
2: in our court. Yeah.
15: Phone in now. Uh, we call you back. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you would like to offer Eve. Uh a, a, a new home. There cool. we go, with Keith and Eve, it's, um, it, I like
2: you to You notice it was Eve, not Evie. Yes, I like to think this show brings people together, but it's also good to know it works in the opposite direction as well. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Um line one, you're on the wireless.
15: Hello, Ian. Hello, uh, mate. I was just ringing to ask you more about this, um the live show you're doing based on Chronos Homosexualis.
17: Mm.
2: I, I love... Chronos homosexualis has really captured the nation's imagination. Zeitgeist. You weren't the gentleman that was in Spain at the weekend, were you, Richard? Uh, I wasn't. There. Well, there's a fellow in Spain. Listeners to the show tweeted me saying, "I'm in Spain and I can't stop saying Chronos homosexualis."
15: <laughs> it's interesting you've gone for the title Ian Lee versus TV for the English translation. I thought it was settled on gaze. Well. Chronos
2: Homosexualis is a very powerful story of homosexuals travelling through time um illegally, and um, with a magic device. With a magic um, device that um, is inserted in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> and
10: I've forgotten about that yeah, yeah. Yeah. little detail.
2: Well, it de- how deep depends on what year you go to. <laughs> um And that is a musical that I'm working
5: on. Wow.
17: Yeah. Starring?
5: Going, I, I kind of thought this was going to be a, you know, a niche film that maybe released in subtitles in English, but you're already playing a stage show. It's quite impressive.
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I aim big. This is the thing, man. Let's aim big. Let's just aim big. Yeah. <laughs> And you watched a f- uh, film over the weekend, another film I, I recommended. Did, yes. Triangle.
17: Triangle.
2: Which you found, um, uh, e- disturbing?
17: I enjoyed it, yes. I was appalled by it. I did... I was watching it on my own, in the darkness, and I did emit some... S- I believe in a thing called love! Just listen
9: to the rhythm of the heart!
2: I started way too... I started in the falsetto for the first bit. Yeah, I believe in a thing called love! Just listen
9: to the rhythm of the heart! Oh. I believe in a thing called love! Wow. Yeah,
17: um i was alone in the dark no, no mates no happy no, no. that's called happy um just watching the telly no one tutting. it was great and um i did emit some some noises <laughs> some squeals and uh, some swears so it was an enjoyable film
2: i've got um i watched a film that who recommended to me um not bad karma um not one direction what oh uh Di- the diabolical Who recommended that to me? I want that person to phone up
17: and own up. Why did you watch it?
2: Yeah. Was it awful? Well, it only got one star on Netflix. I don't buy Netflix, because the people who watch Netflix are idiots. So good films, like clever films, they'll give it one star. Oh, don't get it. There's no no booth in it. Um, But it only got like 4.3 on IMDb, which is my go-to source for um, movies. Mm. Um, And i'll be honest i fell in love with the actress a woman called ali Larnette. ali Larnette, i spent a, an interesting evening googling her to find out what other things she'd been in or rather out of and but at the end i didn't get the ending i was like well, ah what that don't make sense oh so whoever that maybe was maybe
17: you paid a bit more attention to the story that's rather true than actually
2: yeah fair I'm play of... fair play good point good point yeah, good point yeah. well thanks for your uh call caller let's go to line two two you're on the wireless <laughs> Sorry?
14: Hello? Hello? Uh, Excuse me? Hello? Yes? Ian? Hello, we heard you. It's Jim again. (laughs) No, I was practising, I was thinking, uh, you were singing songs, I was going to go, I wonder, I wonder, wonder, wonder." but then... uh, Here's here's a a fun song, here's a fun song to sing, let me do a fun song, hang on, let me
2: do a fun song.
9: My baby, my heart is full of love and desire for you. So come on I'm out and do, do, do what you I'm got to do. do. I've got a feeling Feeling down it in my soul. In the hole. I just gave it a feeling In My whole control. Something. <laughs> <Should've been>. Oh uh, <laughs> baby, ah! my heart is full of love.
17: That's
2: a fun song
9: to (laughs) sing.
17: Here's a stat. That was the first song I danced with a boy to. Okay. Me, Adam Wandsworth. Yeah, age five.
2: I wish I could remember the song that me and Mackenzie discovered you can sing and anyone can sing. it proves anyone can sing. And I really must phone him up one day and um
17: And remind him who you are.
2: Well, there is that. That's the, <laughs> why, that's why I don't re- phone him. That's why I'm, I'm putting off phoning him. So it'll be he's 20 minutes well, going. The first time I ever, I phoned him, right? I'd met him at a comedy gig. when I was Ian Rugby and I met him at a comedy gig and we got on really, really well, really well, right? It was, it was kind of clicked and he said, Oh, you should give me a call. Yeah. He's a bit more well known in the circuit. He says, I run a gig. Give me a call and come and do a slot of my night and be there. And it'll be nice to hang out. And I phoned him up two days later he didn't have a clue (laughs) it was the most awkward phone call and we talked and he was very polite and we talked about 10 minutes i put the phone down i went to my girlfriend at the time sarah she went how did it go i said I don't think he knew who I was. It was really awkward, and he didn't, he's admitted since he
14: didn't know who he was. I can't quite believe the difference between phoning up earlier and phoning up later because earlier certainly put on hold for a long time. Later, literally clearing my throat. Yeah. <laughs> thinking, oh, I'm going to sing that song. It's the two extremes, isn't it? clearing my throat. Yes.
3: It's the two
2: extremes.
14: Through, yeah, yeah. two extremes. Um, so, Ian. Um, Hello. I- I disagree with ghosts. I don't believe what anyone... You, you disagree, with, with, them? <laughs> you disagree <laughs> with them? You disagree with them? I fall out with them whenever they arrive. Down with so, that kind uh, of thing. I, I don't believe that anyone's ever seen a ghost. No. But once, <laughs> I went to a, a, like a, not a rave, but a like an outdoor party. party. Yeah, and, and we ended up back at one guy's house who lived near there, and it was a very small terraced house in the middle of Lancashire and it was a creepy weird little house and we all went yeah. there was only like four of us went back to it and um, we were all talking and there were some girls there and we were all talking and one of them said tell him about the ghost and he, and the guy who owned the house said don't talk about it no, don't, don't talk about it no, don't and it. as he said don't talk about it I swear I don't believe in this rubbish I swear the light went off in the front room and he turned that light back on and he said I've told you to stop talking about it.
1: Can I ask and a there question? Was,
14: there was a crash and a bang upstairs. Yeah. And I said, Who's upstairs? And you meant nobody. There was nobody upstairs. Right, so I said, I don't believe there's nobody upstairs. So I went upstairs. There was nobody upstairs. So I came back down, and as we sat back down again, the line went off again.
2: Can I ask a question? Yeah. You were a ravey type thing. It was. Had yeah. you all no, taken ecstasy? <laughs> no. We ha- well now, now. Come on. No,
14: no. Had you taken like any
2: that. have you been sniffing poppers?
14: <laughs> uh, just, uh, th- yeah. No, 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 we haven't. Had you no, been taking any was... drugs? No, no, honestly, honestly, I was sober. It was, it was, it was the weirdest thing. I don't believe in any of that. But that thing, whatever was in that house, there was something in that house, Ian. I, 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 no, yeah, were. faulty electricity. Yeah, there wasn't. There were, but I went upstairs, there was nothing up there. there so you no started off so well by saying, I don't believe in any of that stuff. I don't believe but. in any of that stuff. I don't, no, no, but it confuses me. Because I don't believe in that stuff. But I can't explain what happened in that house that night. There was nobody upstairs. I said, there's somebody upstairs. And he said, no, there isn't. And I went upstairs, there was no one up there. There was nothing out of place. And I came back downstairs and sat down. And I could hear it. It's just... Someone was throwing tables around upstairs. And I said, there's something going... There's someone upstairs. And went back upstairs. There was no one upstairs. Hang on. And then lights were turning off. It was just the weirdest thing. And the weirdest thing about it was, the guy who owned the house, was he- we were only, like, 18. He was a young lad. And he just kept saying, please stop talking.
2: And then, and then, and then when that and happened, you all went... Run
17: away, run for your life.
2: Yeah, you were all yeah. panicked. He
17: said he was a terrorist house. Couldn't uh, it have been the neighbours?
14: A terrorist house? Terrorist. It was... Oh... Oh, there's been confusion about that before, hasn't (laughs) there? There
2: was that. got got sentenced to life in prison in Guantanamo Bay for drawing terrorist houses. No,
14: he wasn't. No, he was a young Asian (laughs) man.
9: Yeah, yeah,
14: yeah. Yeah. Didn't do anything wrong apart from... misunderstand what Terrorists and terrorists. These, <laughs>
2: things, these things happen, and I think that's the problem with ISIS. If we could just sit down and talk to those guys, I think we'd find out that they just want mm. to live in houses that are all connected together in a row.
17: I think there is a default setting with human beings, though, who so immediately, when something is unexplained, to immediately go, oh, must be ghosts. I told you about the time I was woken awake by a shaking bed. You were woken and awake, was it? Yep.
2: All right. OK.
17: <laughs> Sh- shaken awake by the bed, going... I've told you about this, haven't I? I
11: no. think it was an
17: earthquake. Yeah. You know when there was there were earthquakes in England? A yes. couple of years ago.
11: Yes, I do remember that. So I
17: woke up and the bed was shaking and in my half sleep I thought, oh, poltergeist! Now I don't believe in any of that stuff, but that was my no. default thing. Yeah. It wasn't, it was just tectonics.
2: It's tectonics. it's just science. Yeah. Okay, last thirty minutes of the show. Oh eight four 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 nine nine. Um one thousand is the telephone number. This is the part of the show where you call up and you um, you do whatever you want. Really, I'm going to bring in my headlights to uh, um, tomorrow. Mm. Oh, um, um, Nazis! I want to talk about Nazis again. Nazi bagum. <laughs> you seen it? Nazi bagum.
17: Nazi bagum.
2: They do this story like this story seems to come up like every three months.
17: Right, read I it out loud I or, or just get, in
2: your head? I don't get the captions, one of the captions to this, right? Go on. Third Reich costumes. Yorkshire D-Day bash shame. Oh, that again. Outraged visitors walked off in disgust when people turned up in Nazi uniforms at a D-Day event in Yorkshire yesterday.
17: Did they, though?
2: No. But Nazis were involved in the war, weren't they? I think
17: they, they were quite uh, an integral part of it, yes.
2: Maybe they turned off and d- they walked off in disgust because um, we're still. Uh, not, it, it's not that long ago, it's still within living memory that a lower low was screened on a Saturday night. Disgusting. One man even belted out three songs in German on the eve of today's anniversary of the Normandy landings in 1944. I don't get what the problem is. He then handed the microphone to organisers at the weekend bash in Brighouse, head of a memorial service, featuring a minute silence. Well, OK, right, for the dead war dead. Thousands attended, but many were so appalled by the Third Reich costume antics, 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 antics that they left. How many? Martin Prove Walker, it. 50, said, I popped along for and Warmen, memorabilia with my kids. Didn't want to have to explain why we had Nazis walking down the street. What? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on a second. You went to see some war memorabilia. You don't think that's weird? What What was the war memorabilia? Like guns and stuff used to kill people, right? Who were they used to kill? Oh, the Nazis. Whenever we used to take the kids to the um, the RAF museum in Hendon, it's a great place, right? It's free, I think. Mm. We used to go there a lot, and they'd always see like they they go cool bombs, you know, cool bombs. And I understand why kids think bombs are cool, but I'd say just to flag up, guys, bombs. You know, they're they're pretty bad things, and they they kill people you know they're not really cool and you don't ever want to be on the receiving one and you want to hope that we don't need to be in a position where we need to drop them um but you, you know surely that what, why he i pop popped along for thief and war memorabilia with my kids didn't want to have to explain why we had nazis walking about. Through the
17: whole point is that you explain it surely
2: my father and grandfather will be turning in their grave in their grave they've only got one you tight yeah. get to know this is happening in Britain more than 70 years after Adolf Hitler died. It is appalling. What is appalling? Another spectator said, These people should hang their heads in shame. I cannot comprehend how grown men think it's a good idea to parade around the streets of Yorkshire looking like Nazis. It should be outlawed here just like it is in Germany. In the 70s, of course people were always dressing up as nazis keith moon um and vivian stanchel i like vivian stanchel i don't really like keith moon i read a book about him i used to love keith moon i read a book about him thought he's oh, a pain what a pain in the ass mm. you know like you're, you're when your drunk mate won't stop drinking or your druggy mate won't stop drugging and you just think oh mate get a grip it's boring you're gonna throw a tv out of the hotel you're gonna drive a rolls royce into a all right nice one flipping it they used to go up gold as green dressed as nazis Goose stepping up and down and there's loads of pictures of them dressed as, as hitler and stuff it used to be i'm not, I'm not condoning it at all I think it's a ridiculous thing to do. but they used to do that a lot in the 70s the 70s are weird anyway so that's the story and they've got three um pictures right now i've got i've got i get two of the captions one of the captions i don't get uniform man in sunglasses suited and das booted Right, boot. That's, that's good that uh oh okay this one's good it's got a double one looks a reich wally okay making people so iron cross so they've taken it seriously and then they've got the picture of the guy singing right singing the hitlers the hits oh okay mm, i read it singing the blues okay nazi belts out german songs That's good suited and dash booted. I like that one. I do like that one.
9: Mm.
2: Um, but, you know, that's, that's, hey guys, that's what happened. They were the, you That's know. like
17: going to a, you know, Civil War reconstruction and being offended that the Cavaliers were there. Surely it, it's not a reconstruction or...
2: No, it, I mean,
17: it's just... Uh, I don't believe it. I don't believe it.
2: Uh, 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 that, uh, I think it's made up it's a twitter story then. i tell you if you i've not listened to bbc local radio since they um shafted me listen to bits of it to laugh but i can tell you exactly what um bbc local radio would have been doing today should mm-hmm. tell you it's on page 19 of the mirror have you seen this this is what BBC. we're not going to do it i'm just doing this to highlight if you're if you're bbc local radio station hang on, let's just take this call yes line one you're on the wireless Bip, bip, bip. Hip,
4: hip, hip. That's it's funny, um that was a, a weird time thing. I'm watching you and you're reading the papers and now I'm talking to you, isn't that's, that weird? That's well, not really
2: because you called the number to talk to us.
4: Yeah, but in a different time zone because you were reading the paper and you're talking to me at the same time. Well no. What? Anyway, never Hello. mind.
2: Never mind.
4: Um Kath, yes. uh, you watched uh Triangle. Did um, did you recommend the diabolical to me? No, okay. no, I don't know anything about that one. Okay, okay. have you seen oh, it? Have you seen it? I've seen Triangle. Yeah. Right.
17: Here's the thing: is that a ghost film or a time travel film? Oh,
4: Jesus. Um, well, it's you see, we're into the tricky subject of what is a horror film, aren't we? Because no, well, no, it's
2: no, it's, no it's a, ho- it's definitely horror. Yeah, because it's horrific. Yeah, exactly. Is it a time travel film? Or is it a ghost film?
4: It's time travel. Do you, re- Thank do you. reckon? Thank you. And it's, uh, this it's I'd say it was a bit of a thriller, really, as well.
2: He's I not, he's deliberately not answering your question.
17: Here's the thing.
4: Baby,
2: baby,
17: Sorry. Baby. Listen away now if you intend Pardon? to see this film. Mm, say that again? I'm just talk, talking, uh, spoiler alert for anyone who wants to watch this film. Oh, yeah. Erm... Um, the cabbie at the end I thought and maybe I'm looking too too deeply into yes. this Yes is death right? He, and he's uh, giving uh, her another chance every time
4: Pardon? <laughs> that's one of the theories Yeah
17: Yeah Well because it's supposed to be you know there's references to Sisyphus and all this stuff going on where uh, people have to repeat and repeat and repeat because you know they've welched on a deal with death and that's why I wonder whether it's okay. a supernatural film right. rather than a time travel film no,
2: Fair play Alright well what deal did she welch on? Go on
17: well, he said, "There's nothing you can do for your son, but you can go back."
2: All right, so go on then. So, what deal is she? What what deal is she? Well, she's not going on? back.
17: She's trying not to go back every time.
2: Well, she has to go back, though.
17: No, but she's trying not to. She's trying to.
2: I, I actually, I've not seen it for quite a while.
4: I... Isn't isn't the part of it that she she and Mulvig a spoiler alert? Isn't the thing that she sort of cheated her yeah. own death? Yeah. And 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 one of the theories is that you have you can't cheat your own death. Yeah. Exactly. Um... But um, I just, what I was going to ask you was, did you, did you watch any of it again or did you just watch it right through from the beginning I watched the it and then r- manage to take it all in without having to go around, <laughs> ironically having to go around and watch it again, which was what I did.
17: <laughs> no, I didn't have time. I, was, I watched it really late because what happened was I went to bed. And it was one of those situations where i went to bed and i thought oh, I'm, I'm not going to go to sleep so i got back up again and started watching this film at, like after midnight and so i only watched it through once but i i really enjoyed it it gave me a lot to think about and i'm still thinking about it and I'm still trying to work it out well
2: I've got, a, I I've got i've got a couple of doozies in i've got a film called i think it's called you know, do, someone recommended it the other day yella or something
4: mm. yes i did yeah how oh, was It'd it? Be.
2: i've got that i've got that waiting for me
4: nice one it's um it, that's quite um, a somber Sort of the film. I like. Som- I can do sombre. It's not. I would say like giving too much. Whether I wouldn't say there's many laughs in it. I okay. um, Hey, I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm a intellectual. I don't need
2: laughs all the time. I can do the sea. I can do sombre.
4: Very um, sombre. No, following on from Triangle, just um, as an interest, um, yes. as a, as a point of interest, um Kath, have you seen Wolf Creek? What's all this talking no. about,
17: Kath, Kath, Kath? Kath I'm Kath. an interesting woman. he's trying to educate me i stopped
2: watching wolf creek uh the first time we watched it at the very it's torture porn and i stopped watching it yes (laughs) come on mate me and my girl me and my wife uh we were watching it and it got to the first torture scene and we both went i'm not actually enjoying this and we stopped i've watched it since and and, and that's you know but it's not bad
4: yeah uh, it was the first film of that sort that I watched, and the funny thing was, I sort of I didn't really want to watch it again, you know, because you're right what you say about it. But when I did watch it again a long time later, I completely missed out the first part of the film, which is all about the um, the ge- ge- geography and the that big hill and stuff, isn't it? And I'd would forgotten was that. You, bit uh, what
2: do you mean? Yeah, it takes about forty minutes for the film to get going. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. What about Martyrs? What about Martyrs?
4: Have you seen Martyrs?
2: Martyrs? Martyrs what? Martyrs Vineyard? But it's a film. No. Is it time travel? Is it? it... No. Then I'll have to terminate this conversation. <laughs> <clears throat> I'll wait, 4-4. Four 499 four nine is the, uh, telephone number, if you want to give us a call. There's not really a lot in, um the newspapers and also i've turned the lights off so i can't really see anything <laughs> <laughs> i'll bring my headlight tomorrow will it work on it yeah it'll work on one that'll one. be good It's got like that and we've got batteries in it now so uh, we took we took them for the um for the uh, bat and owl walk well we saw no bats we saw no owls but we took t- t- chocolates and i forgot daddy forgot to take water and it was hot Mm. so um we didn't, no it was not but we, daddy forgot sake, walk water and we were walking interestingly we um, came across a family who'd lost a dog and uh, we said we'd keep an eye out for it and the dog had the same name as my youngest and my youngest took found it hilarious to be shouting out his name as he was walking um walking around and also in these fields we go to uh, and there's some woods, and the boys are getting scared. Even though it wasn't dark, they were getting, we had lights on, so it suddenly became a bit spookier, and they got a bit scared, and my eldest kept saying, can we go and just walk a little bit closer to the path? I was going, and I was going yeah, of course. And then we get out and go, I want to go back in again. Ooh. But they've let the grass grow very, very high. Kind of comes up, well, it is taller than the youngest, and about as tall as the eldest. And, um, we spent about an hour, uh, a couple of days before, making pathways through like like i guess you, you could kind of say it was kind of like a, a crop circle type thing but it wasn't we made like a big circle where he would start and then he would go off and make pathways all around and stomp the grass down and do that he was very excited when we went back on saturday and the paths were still there he was like oh wow the are!" Uh, and that was that was our saturday evening was doing that it was awesome man no computer game no tv no radio And we went home straight to bed straight to bed boys and I wasn't doing Sky Sunday morning, so I could stay up and watch a movie.
17: Bit of a bonus, no?
2: Little bit of a bonus.
17: Uh, did they sleep all right as well, because of the fresh yeah, air? Yeah,
2: of course they did. we have been out pretty much all day. They'd been out in the morning with their mum. Then I took them to see my mum, and she got on my nerves. We went out to the park for a couple of hours. Went home, watched a bit of telly. Went and played in the grandparents' garden. Went out, walking, went back. <laughs> <laughs> they were out of it, guys. Are your kids back at school today or tomorrow? Tomorrow. They
17: went. No, they went today. Well, the youngest doesn't do uh, preschool um, on a Monday. She goes out with my dad for a coffee and a bun. She yes. has the bun. He has the coffee. Starbucks. Starbucks. Sometimes yes. Cafe Nero. She yes. just prefers Starbucks.
2: Yes. I had another coffee today. Oh. Yeah. What I'm doing?
17: I'm disappointed.
2: No, no. I've, I've had two coffees in three months.
17: I really fancy one, especially now because I'm so tired. Well but I have now?
2: I had it on the in the morning. Um, uh i had it 20 minutes past eight in the morning this morning as i was getting the train to um to london it's an hour-long journey right and um i'm making a point of getting coffee not from the usual suspects from a nice little independent coffee mm-hmm. plate it was a, it was the concession stand at the um uh, uh the train station it's a nice cup of coffee didn't rush it. a latte didn't rush it savored it enjoyed it slowly Went back to it. No rush. Nothing. There's nothing like that. And I enjoyed it. And it was nice. I tasted the coffee. Whereas before I'd be drinking like f- four, five, six, seven cups of coffee a day. Mm-hmm. This, I tasted it and I enjoyed it. And I said, I'm not going to have any more.
17: I'm not going back. I've gone too long now to start up again. And it was making me nuts.
2: Yeah, that's because you are having loads of it. I know, it.
17: but I'm a woman of experience. Coffee is good for you. Okay, well... It's Coffee's good for you. It stops you getting it's cancer. It's another thing I'm not going to be not doing cancer, that's good for
2: me. But it's, it's good for your heart. Yeah. It's okay. good for your heart. Well, I'm still not doing it. Okay, well, then you'll have a heart attack and die. And, that, that, and when you do, if it's here, I'm going to laugh at you. And I'm going to s- s- slurp on a coffee at your funeral. I won't even go oh, to the yeah, funeral. I'll ho- be... Horrible man. Yeah, yes. But fair.
9: Well...
2: think No, I think... Uh, I, I, I You wouldn't think it was fair because you're an, a very unfair woman. I'm a very fair man. Mm. So I'll be um having... I'm going to have one or two coffees a week and that'll be okay
17: that. well enjoy that
2: i will well, i will i will and i'll enjoy them for longer because it's good for the old articles
17: <laughs> <laughs> the articles
2: the articles
17: no i'm not doing it on saturday i went to a team building exercise not mine my husband's team building exercise with his work and uh you had to go they like to do things
2: as families oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
17: they're nice people yeah of course they. the are. kids had fun yeah there was a picnic uh,
9: yeah. well that sounds fun
17: yeah so that was saturday and then sunday uh what did i do oh yeah i got to sleep a little bit that was always a bonus that that's the highlight of my weekends is when i get left alone to go to sleep that's terrible isn't
2: it sleeping i mean that's um... My dog rescued me from drowning with a piggyback in the river. I don't believe this story.
17: Who was piggybacking who?
2: This is because I've is, had
17: dogs try and piggyback me before. Is the it's start not nice. Of
2: the um, we've had the um, this is the pro animal lobby. The g- monkey that got shot. I believe there was another incident with an animal that died unnecessarily. The pro um, the pro animal lobby are trying to manipulate us into their propaganda, what, into
17: liking animals.
2: Oh, this is... I like the... The the reason I chose this story is because I like the name of the person who wrote it. Douglas Patient. Oh. Oh, do be patient. I am. I'm Douglas Patient. Pleased to meet you. Can I... uh, Can I see the patient, please? That's me. Not you. I mean the person who's sick. Sorry. I'm Douglas Patient.
17: Mr. Patient.
2: Thing is, is the... The the irony of it is he's not... Oh, tell me. (laughs) A Labrador saved the life of its drowning owner by piggybacking him to safety after he slips into river this is nonsense a dog
17: can piggyback a human how big was the dog it's a labrador mm. pete alderton do you know what i think was happening yeah go on. The dog was trying to save itself and the owner's dragging it down
2: yeah yeah do- Matt, owner kills dogs until till one finally pulls him out <laughs> pete alderton 73 fell in, walking dogs Whisper and George near his home. The pensioner, who cannot swim, he's 73 and he can't
9: swim enough. Sort it out. Isn't that funny?
2: Too late to sort it out. Panicked and disappeared beneath the surface surface before seven-year-old chocolate Labrador Whisper, okay, we get it, came to his rescue. Mr Alderson, who lives near the River Wye in Hereford, said, I thought it was all over...
17: Why is it always the same voice?
2: It's the same guy in each story. <laughs> 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 Everything went peaceful and quiet and then flashed through my mind that I would never see me wife or grandchildren again. It's supposed to be the best way to die. Mm, yeah. I wouldn't want to find out. No. Hang on a second, someone's calling. Yes, line one. Oh, hang on. Yes, line one.
6: We'll oh, wait till they realise <laughs> they're wrong. Hang
9: on.
14: I
3: oh,
2: yeah. Was a long delay, wasn't it? Very. Just as I was going into unconsciousness and was floating towards the top, I saw a whisper right by me swimming. I grabbed all of her back, and she took me to bunk. It was like give me a piggyback.
17: No, she wasn't like we said he's dragging her back
2: i grabbed hold of her back and she took me to the back it was like screaming i then grabbed hold of the weeds to stop myself from sinking i was really weak couldn't get my breath and my chest f- was tight it's a sad story really
17: well happy that he survived
2: no they shot the dog
17: what what
2: you have to in those situations because it might do it again
17: i get a taste for reed swimming
2: uh, yeah it, it might do it again why is i don't want to play that one i'll play that one what's this one it's this one.
17: Is there anything more embarrassing than being humped by a dog?
2: Yeah, having it sniff your balls. <laughs> <laughs> they, and they do that. The bigger dogs. This is why we got. A, this is why we got a small dog, so it couldn't sniff my balls. Well, I bet he has a go. No, she doesn't actually. She's good with balls. Um,
17: she tries she, to bite them, doesn't
2: she? No, 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 no. She don't get near them um but when you go into someone's house and the dog is just at googly height and it comes no straight into mm. the ball sack and you're going all right and it's fun. and when the person's looking at oh this is fun. and then when the person looks away you push it, really pushing pushing and that makes them want it even more mm. this is the thing about um dogs they are nature's rapists they can cannot... dolphins yeah exactly they can't take no for an answer they see lust in your eyes yeah they do totally They see lust well let's stop that there but you make your own joke up about lust and eyes <laughs> Um, and it's just—it's disgusting. Yeah. And this is why I've invented. Um, it's it, it's painless. It's painless to operate. It's certainly not painless for the dog. It's a little pen, and you push it on a dog's neck, and what? it gives it a very short. Sh- well, I say short, medium length, very sharp electric shock, fifty thousand volts. Just four or five <laughs> seconds. Called a taser. Well, it, it's kind of, it's kind of a taser, but because it, it's, it's pen, it, it, it's, it's outside of the EU regulations on it, um, and it, 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 it they will never do it again, mm. they will never, it does something to the brain that stops them being able to walk in a straight line, so they won't do that again.
17: I had a friend whose dog had a real thing about leather jackets, if it sniffed leather.
2: Yeah.
17: Oh my God, it would go into a frenzy.
2: I'm like that. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Line one, you're on the wireless. None of this
9: matters.
2: Ain't that the truth. Thank you very much indeed. That's why, this is what I love about Straight to Air. Someone can phone up and just let, let next time, let it out, man. Just let it all out. None of this matters. None of this matters. I had to do a voiceover today for an ad. I haven't done a voiceover ad for a long, long time. And, um, they're all thoroughly, thoroughly nice people. Um, but I had to do silly noises. Oh. Yeah, no, I was, I was, was, listen, I'm a, I'm a voice for hire. I what do kind
17: it. of silly noises? Woohoo!
2: And literally 15 minutes of that. Of that. And then telling me. That's the
17: new Top Gear, isn't it?
2: And then telling me, give me directions on the woohoo.
17: Can we drag have it a bit the more? A bit the
2: the more orange? Yeah, I, I couldn't, I had to do it in falsetto because if I went, woohoo!
17: Sounded sarcastic.
2: Wanted, Sounded sarcastic, didn't it? Mm. Like one, oh. you're on the wireless. Thank you for us old talk radio. Mm. Woohoo! When it was good, I was talk radio when it was good.
17: I used to listen to that when I was a kid. Classic, mm.
2: classic talk radio. Um, we've done Nazis.
17: Yeah. Oh, I to tell you
2: what um, local radio we're doing. Go on. This is this is, is it to do Ramadan? No, 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 no. Our favourite pastimes. The happiest 70s memories that kids of today are missing out on. You just know that come midday on some crappy local radio station, maybe the one we worked at, that would be your... Well, there's a great survey in the papers today uh, about the things that we used to enjoy doing in the 70s and 80s. What things did you (laughs) used to enjoy doing in the 70s and 80s? I've shaped this hour so that we can discuss this. Give me a call. Long hot summers... Hang on a second, we've got a phone call. Yes, line one. Thank you very much indeed. Long hot summers playing out in the street Mm. and buying penny sweets top the list of our favourite childhood memories. I mean And most British adults would turn the clock back to the carefree days of their youth. Then it says, if they could, we we know they can't! You don't What are you telling me that for? Unless, of course, you're in Chronos Homosexualis. Other childhood <laughs> That's experiences <not> a clock. <laughs> which bring a warm glow to our hearts <laughs> include queuing at the ice cream van for a ninety-nine ice cream. Well, I did that on Saturday. Yeah. The Woolworths Pick and Mix sweet counter. Well, you well, can do that in the pictures.
17: And some of those, uh, like some of those sweets in the Woolworths Pick and Mix, were pony.
2: Uh, oh, so ber- uh, 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 money sent to us in birthday cards also mm. in the top 10 are rolling down grassy banks the traditional pastime of checking if people like butter with the buttercup reading blighting books and having water fights well hang
17: on my, my kids, kids still do that
2: my kids did they rolled down a grassy bank yep um that we we picked buttercups check not read any in this weekend but we had they had a water fight
17: yeah, we bought Super Soakers yesterday.
2: Oh, beautiful. Oh, it's brilliant. I've got the top 35 unforgettable moments. Pick a number between 1 and 35. Let's find out what the... 34. And this would have been a local radio phone-in. Yeah. Good
17: phone-in? job we're not <laughs> doing,
2: doing it.
17: <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Dodging white dodgers. 34. Go on.
2: Gladiators. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that. Gladiators. That's... the made it sound so romantic. Oh, yeah. Number 34. It's Gladiators. What? I mean, it was it was fun, but it was rubbish.
17: Yeah. Even then.
2: Contenders ready! Gladiators, Gladiators ready. ready! Aruga! Jet, though. Yeah. Diane Udale. I've worked with her. Wowzers. Uh, pick another number. Seven. Rolling down grassy banks,
17: 33%. We could do that now. Yep.
2: Twelve. Visits from the... Sixteen is visits from the Tooth Fairy. Well, the Tooth Fairy came Still last night in our house. Yeah. And this is just rubbish
17: these are just things. just things that happen to children can we get a
2: list of things please number 12 cola cubes well you can get them yeah number 21 night rider mm. 22 the 18. Hmm.
17: well guys dvds you know you don't have to have a time machine to be able to relive these moments
2: slash puppies you can still get them lemon yeah. sherbet you can get them All right, so, this uh, is this is balls this is balls and so you know what I'm, I'm calling an end to the whole thing Talk Radio. Join the Talk Nation.
0: Dial up and talk radio. We'll
2: get you talking.